Welcome to Several People Are Typing. It is March 7th, 2021, and we are here to talk about WandaVision, a show on Disney Streaming Plus. It just ended, I think, on Thursday or Friday. And I think we all have a bunch of thoughts and opinions about it. And yeah, I have with me David, Adam, Will, and Brian. Let's get started. So I'll kick it over to Adam. So I was actually going to say, I've heard you speak the literal least about the show. So I kind of almost want to hear you first. Oh, okay. All right. Sure. Like in, in the Slack, right? Like, I, You're right. I've seen some passionate discussions in Slack. And you're right. I've actually been kind of quiet on it. I overall liked a, a lot of elements to it. I thought it was hammy in parts that maybe dragged on a little too long. I thought the overall plot got annoyingly convoluted to like a I don't care moments. But overall, I really liked Scarlet Witch. I forget her name. She's one of the whatchamacallit sisters, right? Well, one of them. Else. You did your homework for this episode. The unfamous one. Now she's the famous one. Well, yeah. yeah then, she became yeah, the, the famous famous one. Are the ones I that bet you the, famous. the kids don't know who Mary-Kate and Ashley are now. I guarantee <laughs> it. Okay. Dating myself. No, there was a whole article about that. How she? Well, I mean, the others, they disappeared, right? So for good reasons, I'm sure. Fun yeah. Doing drugs. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be happy if no one ever paid attention again. So they have a fashion empire. They don't need to be in front of a camera. And they didn't anymore. even need that. But, you know, whatever. So anyways, yeah, I overall, I liked it. It dragged. I give a lot of passes to TV shows over movies. It's a longer form. You can't quite be as tight with things. Things can tend to drag. Plots can tend to kind of go off the rails. And then you can just kind of whip it back in right in the end. Overall, I like the show a lot. Oh, I guess we'll get into the ending later. But but I kind of, I see why they did that ending. But it was a little frustrating to me. I, I definitely didn't love parts of the ending. So... But overall, I think it's a great show, high production value, and I would definitely recommend. And going forward, spoiler warning, if you're listening to the Oh, podcast, Jesus. Yeah, got there it. Was, yeah, there's no there way we're not spoilers. talking to this without spoiling the hell out of it. I'm actually curious, what about the ending? Is it that you, like, it's a Marvel thing, so the end is just like a bunch of dangling threads afterwards. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, what particular thing that rubbed you the wrong way in, in the last half of the last episode. <laughs> sure. They did a lot. They did. It kind of felt like the last episode of that other show that we watch a lot, the space show, where they just kind of like ramroded like a shit ton. And I was like, wow, this could have maybe been another episode or two, but okay, I guess we're just going to throw all that in there. And uh, like a lot more that could have been really interesting, I should say, that they like introduced and then kind of like resolved and a little too quick. You could have let a lot of that stuff breathe more. Vision... Clearly, like tipping the hat to we're going to see more vision. I want people kill characters. I want them to kill them. I'm sorry. I do. Like, it's more meaningful instead of being like, oh, we're just going to go to the res chamber. Like, this didn't really matter. I'll just see you in like a week. Like, really, who cares? It just takes a lot out of it. You know what I mean? But I'm white <laughs> so, now, Jim. Yeah. The Cylon is going to the res ship. Okay. Like, who do we really care that he died the second I mean, that happened? I, I felt like the lampshade hanging in this was like, yeah, we'll be back. I don't know how, but. Eh, whatever. It'll be some way. Yeah, it, there was a bunch of open-ended that they they threw out there. I get why they did it. I just, I mean, it's Marvel. You can't kill off a character unless you, you want to stay, stop making money, right? So so either that person has to just not want to be any more Marvel movies or, or they're going to be around for a long time. So I think some of the things that I'm hearing that you're saying and some things that I was thinking is that like watching WandaVision, it's the first, like this is the first series Unless we're counting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I suppose is up in the air. But like... And the Netflix shows. 
Yeah. But like, I don't know, something feels different about like, okay, we're doing Disney plus this is like the real deal, but well, it's it much higher like, production value. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what but the thing I'm getting at is it, it now it feels a lot more like the comics that I know, which is to say they are just have this, mess of continuity and multiverses and alternate things. And you know what? That's just what happens when you have like a, a series that's been running for five, 10, 20, 40 years, right? Like that's, yeah. that's where comics go. That's the end game of comics. And now we're seeing it in the movies because there's never been a movie series ever like this that has so many people and plots and actors and it's like it's it's happened so quick in what like 10 years like when did yep. this all start just the, the density of material is outrageous so it's just going to start eating its tail and like yeah in short i'm psyched for um the what if movies okay who's next yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm psyched for a lot of the future shows to be honest uh agents of shield was not really that was marvel tv that was kind of before they had brought everything under uh kevin feige feige i i, I never does anyone actually feige feige, feige? okay feige. i'm glad somebody could say that last name with conviction because i don't think i've ever heard it said i just read it a lot but yeah agents of shield was don't you watch him. your comic-con streams god i don't as a matter of fact <laughs> So I've I've just had to guess at uh, how to pronounce that, but uh, yeah. So Agents of Shield is like loosely tied in in the first season, but they quickly dropped that thread and went in their own direction and didn't have any further tie-ins to the larger universe in any meaningful way. But it is it is I don't know. I'm super excited about a lot of the shows that are coming forward, and quite honestly, I I feel like after seeing this, they. I they could do a pretty much anything because they went off rails in a way that I didn't really have faith that they would. And I, I rather enjoyed it. I'd, I'd rather see them doing experimental stuff, even if occasionally it falls a little bit flat. I'd, I'd rather, if they're going to be rolling out another like 10 series or something, that they change it up. I mean, we're going to get more of like the action-packed Marvel, I would assume, in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier in like two weeks so I, I think we will get plenty of the kind of standard formula as well. But I'm kind of really curious uh, where a lot of these threads go now in the larger story as well. It's, uh, it's set up quite a lot, not answered too, too many questions and uh, really opened the door for uh, kind of years of material. Hopefully we'll find out. <laughs> I mean, good comics, there'll always be another box inside of the box, right? Like, I find the idea of like, oh, we've answered that question is sort of tedious because th yeah. there, there's just what the answer is for now. And then we're just going to change it because it's a fucking comic. <laughs> but Jim, I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be so sure they're going to resurrect everyone. I don't think I would guess that Cap is not coming back. I would guess that Tony is not coming back. So they're I, coming back. I, yeah, I, I, that, that is some bold statements. You, yeah, you think? They're, they're not going to be like... I think, I think it'll be like... Five, we'll use them strategically now, but yes, so think about 10 years. Okay. I think wasn't about, thinking that far ahead, but maybe. think about WWE when people like leave and come back at some point, right? Like it's all that same kind of, it might just be a cameo. Yeah, exactly. But I bet you fucking money when things are at their darkest hour, 
Robert Downey Jr. is going to fucking materialize out of a Tic Tac or something. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a nanite Tic Tac. And he'll save the day. They'll CGI the shit out of him to make like 20 years younger, right? Yep. Oh, please, no. I'm so sick of that shit. Yeah, that uncanny valley shit drives me crazy. William, go. Yeah, so this was a show that was a cool concept with pretty bad writing that was saved from absolute disaster by outstanding acting. The, the actors deserved a better script to work off of. Yeah. I, I think that the, the concept was really cool. And I, I like shows that to Adam's point go way far away from what is expected. I don't need an action packed Marvel movie. Like I don't, I don't care. I don't particularly like superhero movies that much anyway. So I want cool stories, but this one took way too long to develop into something meaningful. And then when it did develop into something meaningful, it kind of just went to cliches. I'm curious, William, after seeing the entire series, do you still think the beginning is the weakest part of the show? The beginning and the end. So like the middle three episodes were the best part of the show. Episodes eight and nine were awful to the point of like almost ruining the entire show. Like basically the, when it becomes the Agnes show, right? Yeah, yeah. You you can't introduce a villain and give her depth with two two episodes left. Yeah, like she just can't be a deep villain at that point. You just don't have the time to tell the story. We got like a what six minute flashback of Agatha, and in her flashback, it's like oh she they they wanted to destroy her because she was power hungry, and she's power hungry and now like in the in the present, cool. That's a very one dimensional villain. Like, yeah, I, care, I, I just don't care at all. Even though Catherine Hahn, probably the best part of the show. Catherine Hahn's amazing. Yep. Yep. She was crushing it until the end. Yeah. Like, like I said, it was a, a, a that this show was saved from being god awful by outstanding actors. Which is funny because I have a lot to say about the show. But one of the things I'll say is their attention to detail was impeccable. Like the way that they did so many references to not just like Marvel stuff but to other like hyper meta things like, like the Bewitch references and the Mary, Mary Tyler Moore show references. And like all of that stuff was so insanely well executed and the little, like everything down to like the set dressing to the visual effects, like was so fucking good. And then to William's point, like it just felt like at some point they were like, Oh shit, we spent like five months writing these three episodes and we still have to write the rest of the show. And they just handed it in in like an afternoon. And they're like, yeah, this is good. So it's like, we got good actors. We'll make it What, what do you mean the entire series of scripts is due Friday? I've just done two episodes. <laughs> I, I've, I've spent the last two months watching every episode of Dick Van Dyke and Bewitched. Like, what do you, what do you mean this is due tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and who knows? Like, maybe to your point, maybe the other saviors of the show are the people who are like the the costume designers and the set dressers and all those folks, maybe they're the ones who actually brought a lot of that attention to detail. And maybe the writers just kind of got shafted and they just didn't have enough time to do their thing. I think this is, there's a lot in the show and each of us are kind of resonating with different parts of it. And I think that in and of itself is a, is a, a high mark. As mentioned before, I am definitely the dramatic, the, the opposite of William because the beginning of the show was by far my favorite. I thought the middle was 
fine-ish, but by like episode six, I was like, I'm sick of this. I don't, I'm not interested in any of this. And then eventually it ended and I was like, okay, it ended. That's fine. But so, I kind of just want to watch the first couple of episodes again. Cause I enjoyed that immensely. But, so I guess that's interesting to me. Like the, there's not much story in the first couple episodes, right? Right. And so we've talked about this on Slack to death. So why is there not being, I don't know what you're defining a story, but I enjoyed watching it and I wanted to watch more. So. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome that you found that to be enjoyable enough to stand on its own. Right. Like those, those things, those three episodes, if they weren't part of a bigger show, like I would watch once and never watch again. And right. But they were, you can't separate them from each other. Well, the point I'm getting at with Brian is your favorite part being the first couple episodes and the middle part being like kind of middling and, and, and mediocre, no pun intended, but. Well, it's even, it's just real quick. It really was like four chunks, I guess, that just were continually going downhill. But like, as soon as the camera gets drawn back and we, and we're like, oh, like th- these all right, this is the circumstances and whatnot. And then learning some things about people watching it, like the whole, like watching the sitcom from the outside, I just thought was just boatloads of fun and everything about that. And like, Oh, you're from this and that. And that was great. And then at a certain point, probably like for me, it was when the fucking truck tried driving through the force field. It was just when I was like, I that everything sucks. So dumb. Oh, and everything about Rambo. Every single thing about that Rambo character who is the fucking worst. Well, I just oh, don't no. know why she was there. But what, what do you mean, Rambo? I, oh, I actually liked her. Yeah, Monica the, Rambo. She, she's a Marvel's. Uh, she's Captain Marvel's friend, right? Yeah, she's yeah, okay. there she so kid, that she's yeah. to be around. Oh, she was the. She was a kid. No, she was a friend. I thought. No, was she, she was, friend was, she was the daughter. mother. Her mother was the friend. That's she not the mother. That took place in no. the nineties. That's why there were blockbuster videos. That was like the the central conceit of the movie. It was the nineties. It was basically like the, <laughs> the BoJack Horseman scenes, except I know none of you have seen BoJack Horseman. But Jim, they Jim permanently lives in the '90s, so all of that made sense. To him. Yes, but yeah, she was the, she was the little girl in Captain Marvel, and she has powers now. She does. Yes. Did she have powers before? So I have to see no. more of her. Basically, you will. So the I'm wall. Sure. <laughs> she absorbed powers by going through the wall. It changed yeah. her DNA enough times that she interesting superpowers. Uh, that's interesting. Which to me. is I'm fine with that perfectly acceptable. Yeah, that's well within the universe. Whatever. That's Uh, comic book stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's the falling in a vat of toxic uh, waste. Well, well, I mean, that's that's like the the Fantastic Four origin story where they were bombarded with gamma radiation because everyone is bombarded with gamma radiation in Marvel and it always changes your DNA and you always become powered. Cosmic rays. You're right. I'm fine with that. That's cool. You're right. Uh, Okay, I have a random question just... No, never mind. It's too random. Uh, let's keep the big discussion going. So to one thing you said, Brian, the episode where they are watching the sitcom from the outside, I really liked as well. Yeah, um, I, that, I that think, was so much fun. So I, th- I think what I would have liked as a way to handle kind of my objections, like in my perfect WandaVision, the way they would have done it is to give you a couple of minutes of episode one or whatever in the world to set up that this is the universe. And then... A lot of the like inane, vapid bullshit of episodes one, two, and three, we could still see, but see it with 
like the the perspective of the people outside watching him. Yeah, right. You, so you, like, you want the outside perspective earlier in the cutting of the film of the series. Yeah. I, I want more. I want to get to the conflict of the show faster. Right. And if and they so, had stuck the landing on that conflict of the show a little bit better, I might have agreed. Right. But but I, I would have preferred that what I just watched down to six episodes and cut out like a bunch of the outside world characters and just kind of finish with what we were getting at anyways. Great example, Rambo, completely removed from my headcanon of that show because she had no point except to be there, like in any scene that she was. One thought um, that I had watching the finale was that... I think that this could have been better served as a two-hour movie. Yes, shorter. I don't know. Probably. Like, this didn't need to be a nine-episode series. This could have been a two-hour movie and, like, would have been an awesome little self-contained story and would have had to be tighter. I would have liked just six hours down from nine, right? Like, <laughs> even five. So, so let, me, let me lay out my thesis. So, in general, up to episode four, I fucking loved WandaVision. And the reason I loved it was because it was really mysterious. It was like, basically like I had like the opposite of Will's problem where it's like, I love the first three episodes because all I wanted to know was like, what the fuck was going on? Like, obviously because I'm a nerd and a fanboy of MCU, like I knew like almost too much information. So I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's Agatha Harkness. Like we knew that Agnes was her. And, or at least Adam and I knew because we were, we were slacking about it. By the way, this is why I was a fucking violent zealot about not having any spoilers or listening to you guys talk at all. Even in that bullshit, yep. like, no, we're not going to say spoilers. Like, fuck you. I know you're full of shit. I want to know literally nothing, not a yep. thing. And I'm glad I did it. And fuck each and every one of you for trying to spoil anyways. Anyway, so yeah, mainly you, Adam. You're, you're really I, earning that explicit rating, Brian. Okay. I, I mean, <laughs> I, listen, just don't open I'm so up sorry, the, Dave, the comment the threads because I buried everything in comment threads because I'm I'm actually pretty vigilant about not spoiling things for other people. No, it was great. I, 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 sorry, but at least once I saw you and Dave in there going at each other and talking about those sorts of things. I'm like, oh, I'm staying away. I hope they're having a blast and I want to talk about it later, like right now. <laughs> Well, none no, of this but, came true anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It was, it, they kind of like were fucking with us, honestly, yeah, which, which is fine. But anyway, to me though, like to your point and, and I think to a bit of William's point is the problem was the show was too big. Like through episodes four, I was giving the show like a strong nine out of 10, right? But I probably walked away giving it like somewhere around a six or a seven, to be honest. And it's unfortunate because they tried to do too much and fundamentally they missed the central theme of the show, which is a show about grief. The show is about Wanda's grief, about losing vision, like after losing her brother and, and fundamentally losing the Avengers too, right? Like I have to assume that after Endgame and you get a bit of this in Spider-Man Far From Home, that the Avengers are basically gone. They're disassembled. So she has nothing. And she's this all-powerful being who manifests her ideal reality through her grief. But instead, because it's a superhero movie, we have to have all this bullshit with a fake government agency 
to your point, we could cut out all the, the photon Monica Rambeau stuff. And we have to have white vision in there, which was maybe my least favorite part of the show. And we have to fucking shoehorn Agatha to being a villain because the superhero show, like, again, like to William's point would have potentially been a lot stronger about episodes one through three is imagine on the far side of that TV screen, if you had a character like Hawkeye. So again, if you are obsessed with MCU, like I am Hawkeye and Wanda have this good relationship where he's like her mentor in many ways. And if he was just like, basically like bleary eyed, like tearing, like watching this, like feel good sitcom shit, you're like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? Like everything is not as it seems like that would have been so much more poignant than like random government fake agency monitoring the situation with white vision. So that, that's my two cents is like, I think that it started off really strong and then they missed the mark because the villain of the show was Wanda and they missed that entirely. I'm actually kind of with Dave on a lot of what he said. I, I mean, I was super into the first few episodes, the the mystery. And to be quite honest, as much as, I don't know, there's something, I don't love weekly releases on shows, but I also know that I wouldn't have appreciated this series as much in the beginning if it was all dumped at once. I, I, actually, agree. I actually really like the building of the mystery and kind of just the excitement of seeing the next episode and where the hell are they going. I don't think the writing overall was quite as bad as Will thought. I would agree that the acting was phenomenal. I, I mean, I, I did certainly have problems with the back end of the show. Episode eight was felt completely unnecessary to me. That largely unnecessary, let's say. That and, and Brian, that truck scene is I don't even know. That was awful. That was that was did, so did I miss why they thought anything about that would work? I, I it's a hexagon. It, it made no sense. It's a real powerful truck. And it's got a hexagon on it. It's a it's a super space truck. I mean we saw it. It looked like a Tonka toy. You don't build real trucks like that. I don't know. <laughs> It was something happened with the show where they didn't have enough writing for the number of episodes and there just feels like there's filler in a lot of places. I totally disagree. I had too much shit was trying to do. Yeah, no, maybe it's so much shit that it ends up feeling like filler. Like that's, that makes sense. Yeah. It's all, it's all, it all feels kind of equally meaningless when it, when there's that much of it. Uh, For me, the show felt a lot like it was just too much fan service. Right. Like and I, I'd mentioned this on Slack a bunch of times, but the coming in, into the show, if you haven't, if you don't have like a deep knowledge of the MCU, right? Like, you know, you've seen all the movies and for the most part, you remember all the plots. You're going to have a hard time with the show. I think we have very different definitions of the word. Fan yeah. Well, like that's like just, I've seen a few movies. I mean, no, maybe no, I but, missed but, it, but what are the, what are the, what are the plots or the, the things that, cause I, I, I've seen the movies. I don't think I've seen any, any of them more than twice. And I haven't rewatched any of the super old ones. What what would I have missed? So what I mean by fan service is things like Adam and Dave having these conversations about who Agnes is and like these things that are stuck into the show specifically for like Reddit threads, right? That are like, like just discuss- having discussions in the show. Yeah, discussions of non like non critical plot stuff. Like that's that's what I mean by fans. No, right? Cool. Sure. Like it, it doesn't matter to the plot in any way, but it's like thrown in there to like as a wink and a nod. 
to. Was there a lot of that? Who, so all of the, I don't have super deep Marvel yeah, knowledge. I haven't read it in comics, but like I've read a pretty decent amount of articles on this where they call out like all of the Easter eggs. Like here's all the Easter eggs in the sh- in you know in every episode, and it's it's just to me that stuff gets obnoxious. But if, so, but if I don't see them, are they are they bad? If yeah, they're not that, distracting, that's, that's the thing. There's a world of difference between like what you name a building or like how you do your silly jokes fan service or making the entire series like 50% longer because you're shoehorning entire things that miss the point, right? Like, so what kind of what Dave is talking about of all the things that weren't about the central conflicts or the interesting bits of what you were there for was yeah. Fan service, he's set dressing. So like that doesn't, that doesn't slow anything down or really cause any problems that just makes things better and more interesting. I think. Oh no, I was going to say, I, I don't know now, that we've gotten through the end of the show and it's it's wrapped up. I don't know how much of it is actually in there, to be honest. I mean, a lot of it, there were tons of red herrings. So they, I actually think that knowing they were fucking the comics, yeah, no, knowing the comics actually might have been detrimental because we were seeing things that were not there and they were doing it purposely. And, the, yeah. I mean, the Ag- Agatha Harkness thing, yes, I knew but I don't think that was necessary. In fact, actually, it might make it more fun on a rewatch to see what that character was doing all along. I mean, they, although they kind of did that in a, a minute-long song uh, bit. But I mean, I, I, a lot of the things that I thought were there were, were just completely... They were, they, were just, they were just fucking with us. Dottie. Dottie was yeah. absolutely set up to be Arcana Jones. And then it's like, nope. Not at all. She's her name's not even Dottie. Apparently, the character's name ended up being somebody who burned in the Salem witch trials. Was nobody important? Was not even a like they they were just messing with us, man. Like, yeah, uh, but but I think that, that is gives, Will's point. It gives you more patience, right? Because you have all of these things that you're like, oh, look, look at this. Like, you know, all of, all of these threads to hang your kind of suspense on. Whereas the only threads that I have to hang on my, my suspense on are a toy helicopter and right. like a zoom out into a different aspect ratio during a choking scene. Uh, like so that's, here's, that's here's it, a, right? Here's a question I have for you, Will. As someone who has seen a lot of the Marvel movies or all of them, yeah, uh, what did you think of the TV commercials? Hmm. Uh, I mean, th- I think that they were fun that was a good part of, and like, I get some of the references mm-hmm. that are in there. I'm sure they're all, there. they're all movie references. Every yeah. One of them. I got almost none of them. So the, the, in the very beginning, there's a, the, I think in episode one, they do the toaster ad and the toaster ad is, is a reference to a lot of things, but it's a reference because it's a, a stark toaster. It's a reference to the bomb that killed Wanda's parents. It yeah. also is, is a reference to vision because you derogatory term for a robot is a toaster and it's it actually had like a little face on the toaster itself and it had like a little red dot on the center which is the first piece of color in the show they did a thing about strucker watch and that's the hydra villain that that kidnapped and gave them their powers they did one with the soap. What was that? The Lagos, the, uh, the, the Lagos paper towels. Right, right, right. Which was, which was the, I believe the place where she that blew up that bomb that wiped out the yep. uh, second floor of the building. 
and then yeah, started and the, 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 the stain course. of the red is like the blood from that from that explosion. I mean, to be honest, a lot of these though, I I I've actually I'm glad you brought the commercials up because I was going to ask. Now I've, I dislike I've, the commercials more, by the way. Do you? <laughs> I mean, this this stuff is is completely stuff that's yeah in the movies, but I mean, a, a lot of the commercials seem to either represent trauma or an infinity stone or both. I believe in most yep. cases, they they were pretty much pointing at specific trauma in Wanda's life in conjunction with an infinity stone, which I don't know, I thought was interesting. So the reason I liked the commercials was like, that is, was gimmicky for me in a way that was like, okay, cool. I can, I'm good with 30 seconds of gimmick, right? Like I want 30 seconds of gimmick. I don't want 20 minutes of gimmick. And so you're, you're, you're assigning too much gimmick that it was there. Like, are you angry? I can't tell. Are you angry that you couldn't participate in it because you didn't know it? Or that it slowed things down and was needlessly distracting. Yeah, so I think that. Well, are you talking about the commercials or the first three? Episodes? No, look, that's like the show because I feel like both of those are at odds with each other. They can't be both. No, so I'm I'm not I'm not upset that I wasn't in on the the references, right? Like I think that the show needs to be able to stand on its own to be a good show, right? If it's if it requires you having all of this external knowledge to enjoy it, then I think that's a bad sign. The reason that I didn't like it is because I felt like a lot of the plots were functionally meaningless and they were, they were, they were on purpose meaningless, right? It was supposed to be vapid. It was supposed to be this completely ridiculous, jocular sitcom 1950s, 1960s thing. But that winds up taking a whole bunch of time that I want to be part of the story because I don't care about the boss coming over for dinner. I don't care about the magic show. But so, those aren't fan service, are they? Were they? No, 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 no. That's that's it exactly the part that isn't fan service. Yeah. So I like <laughs> and here's, here's and again, question. like I literally enjoyed that. Yeah, Brian, you wanted well, the episodic kind of like you, I like you, I like you, you enjoy a show that's just like a like a friends, like a whatever, where it's like it's the same show every it resets every single time, and that's fine. And Will does not like that kind of show. He doesn't like the old timey show like that in that format. There's nothing about I, this appealing. That's what I was no, ask. I, I do, but I, but that's not the show that we were watching, right? That is not what Wandavision is. Wandavision uh, well, is a much wrong. That that is part of what it was. No, that's not right. <laughs> I, I mean, I think you're. Well, missing my I point, think to, I think to William's point, he's saying Wandavision is more akin to Russian Doll. Have you seen Russian Doll? Yes, but now Russian I'm, now I'm curious. Now I'm curious how do you're yourself a favor. Watch Russian Doll. Dave, I want you to string these two together for me right now because I I cannot see the connection. I also saw Russian Doll and I'm not sure what you're linking here. (laughs) Well, I I think to William's point, so like the nice thing about Russian Doll is like the first episode or those two, I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it. Like it is like WandaVision in the sense that it is just like this weird party, right? That ends, I can't talk about it because of spoilers, but it ends in a mysterious way. So the, right? the mystery, okay. Yeah, it ends I mean, in a mystery. Like the, the name sort of implies like sequential I literally said box within a box earlier and it's a yeah, Russian exactly. doll. I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah. so like, no, but WandaVision takes a thing and then does a, a ooh, we're not going to be episodic and then it transitions into a thing, but it doesn't commit to the first thing and maybe it does it in a way that's frustrating because we know it's not that, but it's like holding on to it for too long. It's like, we all know it's not this, but they're just like basking and bathing <laughs> in it a little too long. And you're like, you could have That's done this fair. in like a half an episode. And they're like, no, we're just, 
we're really just going to dig in here and really just have fun with it. But there is definitely something coming, but I don't know. Maybe we'll get to it eventually. We'll see. And you're just like, (laughs) we we all know it's not this show. (laughs) Well, like, and there is certainly an audience that really loves the first three episodes, right? There is a substantial amount. There's like at least two people here that are part of that. who, Who love that, right? But for me, like I would never go rewatch I Dream of Genie, or I would never go rewatch Dick Van Dyke. Like I have no interest in that like outdated type of a sitcom. So my question that I was going to ask before is, did the 80s and 90s sitcom tropes bother you as much? Just out of curiosity. I think they didn't bother me as much because the rest of the show was cut into it, right? So it you didn't have as much of that just being the entire episode, but I still didn't like them either. Like the, yeah. It, okay, I was just curious. It wasn't as offensive to me as the first couple episodes. That's an interesting point because one of the things that I felt is that I wanted more of the episodes to stick with the sitcom decade that they were riffing on than doing like the, like the straight Marvel stuff, which is just like, that's, that was my weird desire or not even weird. Like that's what I wanted more of. I wanted more of, of whatever the decade sitcom bits to be expressing whatever the plot points they wanted in the show. Are we in all in agreement that we could have used none of the Darcy scenes. I, I did not yeah. her lines. Now she, I think she's the exception of bad writing and either just a very misplaced uh, actor or, or just a bad actor. I can't tell because I thought she's supposed to be good, but I, I could not tolerate any of her scenes. Like when she was watching WandaVision, she was ruining for me. She's ruining the, <laughs> she was ruining the watching WandaVision scenes when she's like, oh, I'm, I'm a little sad. No, I'm like, you. you know what? I was a little sad. Now I'm not because you said that. You made me angry. I don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever enjoyed that character or that type of character in things. I don't know what that she, She's is. been in movies I, that I've I liked. It's terrible. I, know, I have no idea about Kat Dennings. I, I don't know her outside of the Marvel appearances. I just, that character gets under my skin. I don't know what it is. Like her, Hayward, Rambo, and Wu. Is that it? I was wondering what the other three. Do, do, that's not, do, that's not, basically, do not denigrate okay? yeah. Randall Park. That's yeah. basically yeah, four of exactly. them. They, they were, were all Jimmy Wu. Jimmy Wu was so good. They were all awful, and Jimmy Wu was probably the worst. Oh. Uh, I'll say it. No, I thought he. I thought he was abysmal. Oh. I thought he was abysmal. Hurts my heart. She, she was. Say that. She was my favorite of those four, but she oh, was no. really, really bad too. She was the favorite of the four? Well, but that's that's like, they all sucked. And everything about them and all of their stuff needed to be like a fraction of what it was. And any two of those characters could have been completely removed and I would have been happier. All of the same beats could have been hit, but just get rid of all of them. I, I hated every scene he was in. Oh my God. I kind of liked Monica. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, no, she was, maybe she was would, bad was... as opposed to abysmal. <laughs> I think her problem was that she was just a little too altruistic. And I think she was, That's um, again, like she wasn't given enough consequence for the sheer amount of screen time that she had. Her problem was that there was no reason for her to be there other than to introduce the character into the world. Yes. Right? Exactly. Like there was, exactly. That, that was frustrating. Was, yeah. I mean, there, she didn't add anything. Right. Exactly. It's like that writer's thing. It's like, if you take this character out to any of these scenes change, it's like, no. Does any of the central tension change? No. Like, did, did her presence, like, alter the course of anything? No. Okay. She had one scene that mattered, which was when she got kicked out of the hex. Kicked out of yes. The- and, then, and then she got to tell Wanda a weird thing about... 
they'll never know how much this you sacrificed for them. It's like what? what? You, that was oh, a weird. Like, oh what, yeah. What are you, what are you <laughs> talking about? Yeah. Like, no. Okay. Can like, we talk about oh, that part? Can we talk yes. about that part? Like, yes. Where? What a okay. fucking like capture capture enabler fucking bullshit reasoning. Holy shit! What well, a terrible, well, terrible messaging that was. Well, just, just a like you're sorry. You had to give up your fake husband and fake kids, like your internal fantasy, to stop torturing real people. I would have done the same thing. What? Yeah, like okay. Well, you don't get to be an Avenger. No. Uh, like, that's not. Yeah. So this is this is the application problem. denied. Like, so <laughs> Agnes, Agatha, they missed the point of the villain. She was the villain. She's always the villain. You could have played through that. You could have had it be her. I mean, the government was there, but they were kind of like outside and I was okay with them trying to meddle and maybe complicate situations where like maybe she was trying to make progress, but then they like come in and they just end up causing resets and really frustrating times because uh, the government, because it's Marvel and government can't do anything right. So it was like the tone flip. When, when Agatha was like, I just removed their strings. I'm sorry, is it Agnes or, Ag- or was that like her t- what twin yeah, name? That was, a- Agnes is just a portmanteau of Agatha Harkness. Oh, okay, okay, Agatha. Harkness. When she removed their strings, I was like, oh, so Agatha's like, are they trying to play her as the, the good person? Because honestly, that was like, that was a really good thing that she did. You know what I mean? Like, like I get she's supposed to be evil, but she's doing the good guy part. You know? <laughs> Question, is, is Agnes, uh, Agatha evil? I mean, what did she do besides draining her coven in the beginning that actually makes her a bad guy? Uh, she tried to kill Scarlet Witch. Who was torturing a town for But she didn't people. care about uh, that. But she, but, yeah, but she knew that the town was being tortured and clearly had the power to stop it and didn't. <laughs> right. That's why that. I don't... Because she wanted power, right? Like, she shouldn't have been the villain in the show. Wanda, the, the show should have been... Like, Wanda should have been the villain in the show. Yes. I, I, I still think right. Wanda was the to villain. To Dave's point. Um, no, but no, they, they try. What the problem is that they're spinning her she, off to be something else after, and they need to like save face. So, like, she has to be the good person defeating, the, and, and they have to make it more clear cut instead of it being like, no, she's she might actually get hunted for a while or something because like she took over people's minds for what months. But the thing is, like, there's a way to do that where you could still end it with her coming to the realization that like what she's doing is evil. Yeah. Like, and which and would have been stronger, have her, yeah, and still have her be the villain of the show and and end it yep. on a on a positive note on a on a, a note of redemption, right? Like you could do that and still have her in the next Marvel movie. Like that's yep. not that yep. big of a deal. It's just that they were like, no, we got to wedge this Agatha character in here because she belongs in the same universe, and we have Catherine Hahn, and it's going to be really funny. I mean, and so you got a I, song I, I, I wanna, on iTunes. I think Wanda <laughs> is still going to be the villain going forward. I don't think that has changed, to be honest. I think they, I, you guys all saw the end credit sequence, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure that has not changed. I, I would say that Agatha might have muddied the water, but I'm still not convinced she's truly a bad guy. She wasn't a good guy. Like you said, she didn't free those people and she was out to augment her own power. But I, I have a hard time saying she was a villain in the way that Marvel villains typically are. She literally said her thesis statement, which is like, I drain people's powers. That's what I do. Like, okay, great. That is your motivation. Got it. So which magic yeah. user did she drain that was not bad? Hmm? I mean... I mean, I don't know. Was she well, I'm, I'm, guys? I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with okay. she's a villain. She's just 
like I'm playing a true neutral character. What do I do? I collect power. Why? Because that's what I do. Do I care about anybody else? No. So much okay. power went to go collect Great. it. Yeah. I like collecting yeah. power. I, she's a Pokemon trainer. Like, Hey, there's this other witch. There haven't been any other witches for like 400 years. Am I not I, supposed to capitalize like, on <laughs> You got you got some power. I want that. This power. is literally food for me. It's yeah. kind of my thing. Painted Wanda as dangerous. She said, "You don't know what you have done or unleashed here." I mean, I mean, she's probably right. Once again, she, yeah, she probably is right. And once again, not that she was doing it to put down somebody who was more dangerous than she was, but I, I, I don't know. I still they, they'll turn Catherine Hahn into a good guy. Tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. Yes. No, that's what's okay. happening. She's going to fill yes. the role that she fills in the comics because they already set her up exactly for that. <laughs> like she already taught Wanda something. She will continue teaching Wanda stuff in the future. <laughs> I mean, but she's not a bad guy. Wanda's the bad guy. Right, I mean, you, but, got a, you got a second point. Sorry. Yeah. The other one is that like, I am very, I'm bummed out that she never apologized to the people that she was actually hurting. Yeah. And, <laughs> and in the scene where she was going to do that and, drove Alina nuts. She like comes out all like, oh, scrunched up with her hoodie on and like walks past all the people that she's just been torturing for months. Doesn't look anything in the eye, doesn't apologize to any of them and then apologizes to Rambo who says, ah, you did nothing wrong and then fucks, <laughs> and then fucks off. Like, I thought it could have been fun in the show if she had like moments with each of those people that like related to something about the character that she, they played and, and her like apologizing and promising to help them in the future, anything like, no, no, she just did nothing. Like, but the worst part was it seemed like they were playing it off. Like, Oh, she's apologizing. She, she turns things around, but she didn't. And then she just leaves. I mean, she was flipping through the dark hold at the end. I, I think there's going to be more to apologize for before she's done. Yeah. That's, that, that's definitely <laughs> there. Uh, that, I, but I that's think what... to your point, like imagine, imagine a scene where at the end of the show, she walks into the center of town and she does apologize. And again, because this is more, a little bit more fan servicing and nerdy, like up my alley after the apology, the town goes a little bit like mob on her and they like start like throwing like rocks and shit at her. At that point, Rambo jumps in and like shields her and they get out of there. And Wanda just basically says like, I deserve it. Right. And that is kind of, I like that a hundred times better already. Call back to like old school X-Men stuff. And Scarlet Witch is an X-Men. So like that would have been cool. Like, oh, we're getting to see a sneak peek of what the normies are going to do against the supers. Well, the although future. to be honest, those town folks should be running away. Yeah. I mean, she's I, kind of established I, that like her power over them is, <laughs> is nigh infinite. Like... <laughs> Well, she tells them to run away, and then like as soon as and then they appear and, back. Yeah, yeah, as soon the as the fuck? bubble is gone, they're like, "Hey, we should go back home." That like, was actually really shitty writing. I was like, like what, do you, "What do you mean? Fucking go back home?" That, that, that was, or bad editing, bad continuity. That made no sense. Yeah, like that, they, yeah, they made, I mean, the whole ending scene was rough. <laughs> that scene where the strings get cut, and then they start like yelling at Wanda for being a shitty mind controller. That was awesome. Uh, I really didn't like it because if I was, if I got snapped out of that scene, I'm not like, I'm not going to yell at Wanda. Yeah, I'd be running. To let my kids go. I'm going to run to my house, grab my brainwashed kid, stick him in the car and try and drive out of this thing. Like, I liked when people that popped out would like 
barter and try to bargain with her to be like, please like, like beg her for things and stuff, because that was creepy and terrifying. And that's probably, that's more similar to what I would do. <laughs> like, Oh God, I'll do anything. Yeah. I guess that to my, again, back to my larger thesis about how I wish the show was more about grief and, and more about Wanda and less about weird government agencies and white vision, which was God, I hated that. It would have been more fun as a slightly darker, like Twilight Zone episode, right? Like towards the end, where again we're getting like very quite like gray zone and and very dark morality about like imagine Agatha was instead of a villain was the hero, and she is just trying to get Wanda to realize like, dude, you don't even know what the fuck you've done, like you've wiped your own memory and you have no idea the the pain that you're putting real people through for your fantasy. That's exactly what she did. That's literally what she did. No, it's not. That's not what she did. Well, uh, she snapped them out of it and they said, we're living your pain. No, but she didn't, she did it in a way to steal Wanda's power. She didn't do it in a way to help wanda and to help the townsfolk i I have no idea why she did it to be honest i don't see how that furthered her goals at all i felt like that was just a thing that needed to happen and they had to figure out how to do it oh yeah the mechanics of how power stealing was supposed to work out were so badly not explained that the stakes were very confusing for a lot of their conflict wasn't that just an attempt to disarm wanda though to make her realize the pain she was inflicting on other people how does that make her want to attack her like uh as as mentioned (laughs) ill-defined yeah no no i don't care about the mechanics of power stealing i'm saying if my goal is to get her angry at me why why do that like that doesn't really trigger in my head a reason for her to attack her that would trigger her a reason to like have a mental breakdown and maybe stop the whole thing but not to attack her so like it, it was really clearly a we need these two things to happen sure she's gonna do this and then she'll get angry at her but why like why you know like at that point i've been like oh no uh crap but but then it's like oh no but we really need to have the fight it's like but we needed to have that scene so and it was just like but you didn't like it it made no sense it was very clear they had end goals and they didn't know how to get to them and they just started shoving stuff in so that is very fair i feel like this conversation makes me realize that i'm i'm all right with the kind of broad strokes of the ending but if that monica like apology scene didn't exist i think i'd be much better with it just wanda flying off dealing with her own shit and the villagers the villagers the townsfolk being that's fine you can call them that (laughs) we know what we're saying the townsfolk being upset with her and then her just going off and reading the dark hold in the middle of nowhere yeah yeah even that would have been better right then that really really weird i'm not sure what they were thinking with she that. apologized to rambo in front of everybody who she actually needed she did nothing to rambo well she did the same thing to rambo she gave rambo superpowers she didn't give anybody else superpowers yeah that's true because they yeah, didn't so even try Ram- hard Ram- to she should she have walked up to rambo and be like you're welcome Here, here's my theory <laughs> here's my theory you ready this is going off the deep end a little everyone in charge of this production at the high level are terrible people who are going to get me too'd and this is them projecting how they want to be treated when it all comes out. And they want someone to be like, no, but you'll have no idea what you sacrifice for them. And then they'll leave. And I feel like this is them unable to stop their projection of how they want someone with an insane amount of power who takes clear advantage of people to, to like be treated after. Because if only we knew their sacrifice. 
If only this was being recorded so we could look back five years from now and see how right you were, Jim. Somebody had to say it. This is Kevin Feige being going to the writers, like, guys, I totally sexually harassed people. Just remember, just remember, I'm in pain too, guys. Just remember. (laughs) And and they're hoping, they're trying to get everyone to be like, I just need a few, like, really important people that I helped along the way, you know, maybe gave a few powers to, gave a few roles to, to be like, no, you're good though. You're good. You're okay. You just go off. Go. You're good. Just we'll, we'll handle this. Go, go, go. Yep, that definitely makes sense, Jim. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but like to me, this was straight projection. Yep. Yep. You're right. It, it does sound crazy. sounds crazy. That's, that's <laughs> it. Does sound like projection. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jim, is your superpower energy projection? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about white vision for a little bit? Because that. Uh, is, Dave has mentioned thrice now how much he hates white vision, yeah, but he doesn't want to vision. talk about it yet. So yeah, here we go. I think we're all in agreement there too. Yeah. Where it's like, Hey, how do we, and I have no idea if this is like comic book accurate. What I, I don't care, but it's like, Hey, how do we keep Paul Bettany around for the next Marvel movie? It's like, Oh, you just transfer his memory into a clone of him. And then he's just, he's just vision. And no, nope, that's the original like, vision. What? That was the original. Yeah, vision. that's the original. Vision. White, yeah, white vision. I, yeah, whatever. I don't care. He's like, that's not the important part. But William, yeah, to William's point, it's just to bring him back. I actually could not keep track of what physically is that white vision thing. That's the one it's that the died. Des- it's after the Thanos. destroyed. It's the destroyed remaining carcass of vision. Yes. Sands yep. the mind stone. He obviously yep. has all his memories written down because he's a computer, but then. Where does Wanda, he powers? 10% of Wanda, like 10% of him is Wanda's chaos magic reanimating that corpse accidentally through harvesting energy from a helicopter that came out yes. from the hex. I'm like, literally, I do not understand what the white vision is supposed to be in the context of Marvel. It does he's not vision. make sense to me. He's, he's just vision now. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's so, it's so but, stupid. But he has no mind stone and vision. So then, what is, how is it that the, that corpse is able to be a functioning sentient computer? Magic. Yeah. Wanda, okay, so Wanda Vision Vision didn't have a mind stone either, but I'm pretty sure well, right, Vision but he was, also didn't have a mind stone. He's just a hol- He's just, yeah, but he's a holodeck thing. Yeah. Oh, but he's not a holodeck thing, right? Like, I think the idea is that, like, she is creating things out of nothing. Right, like they're right, but but the the one inside the holodeck can't leave the holodeck. Right, well, it's gone right. once it was gone. But she did change matter of other people. Yeah. Right, so so the white vision is Vision's dead corpse animated the rest of the way with chaos magic. So he's like a golem right. necromancy thing. Okay, yes. Th- that was mostly what I thought. But in the next movie, they're going to be like, hey, we're just going to cast Paul Bettany. He's going to be Vision again. They're like, yeah, oh, right. but Vision died, right? And like, how are we going to tell the difference? Like, we got continuity. Like, I don't know. We'll just paint this one white. Like, he's the iMac of Visions. It's Apple Vision. <laughs> so do you know about the ship of Theseus? Yes, of course. I'll explain it anyway. <laughs> For the audience, please. Well, so, so, so a little bit obnoxiously, I, I, use the, um, I use the ship of Theseus in like some meetings occasionally to describe how like my product goes through its evolutions or again. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm just like, that's dead now. You <laughs> lost that one. What do you mean like in WandaVision? <laughs> I hate exactly. you. Like, I yeah, hate you. Okay, no. Yes. The ship of Theseus yeah. from WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> from WandaVision. 
rerun, rerun. Yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with WandaVision? That, no, that's all you have to ask him. <laughs> Are you familiar with WandaVision? In, in, in fairness, that's probably a better sales thing than, than what I do. So, <laughs> like, yeah, this, this obscure uh, philosophical fucking thought experiment. I, I Not know, anymore. I want to know the pre WandaVision. Uh, honestly, I thought that was a pretty mainstream concept. Like, Philosophical. I thought that's like one of like the pop culture ones. I thought that one's already. I mean, in. It, yeah, pe- yeah, people generally know what the ship thesis yeah, is. Yeah, but but when they don't, do you have to explain it to them like Vision? No, when they don't you go into the whole. <laughs> no, when they don't, I just don't continue with it. Right? Do you go to transporters next? You're like, okay, so imagine. <laughs> so like the whole two Vision thing, I was like, oh, we're gonna do the Wreck It Ralph plot, but then it happened in like 15 seconds. I'm like, well. <laughs> all right. I guess that was it. Bye. And he just flew away. I'm like, all right, well, Rick Ralph was a better movie than that 15 seconds. I'll let yeah. you tell you. Also, why it was weird. Sorry. What I really would have appreciated was like at the very last Paul Bettany scene, him just telling Wanda, like, hey, Wanda, I fucking transferred all my memories into this guy. Just go find him. He's me. Everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> That's a good point. Like that would have been so much better. At least it would have been honest, right? Like because we all know that's where it's going. Or right. white vision approaching her and being like, hey, you're an asshole. And then just flying <laughs> off. It's <laughs> like, you're a really bad person. See ya. I'm breaking up with you now. Yeah. Old vision thinks you're an asshole. New vision thinks you're an asshole. It's not going well. I've been working out some things with my therapist and they, they don't think I should get back together with you. I'll be honest. There's a lot of, a lot of problems what if, in that relationship. My, my therapist was old vision. We had a 15 second session. <laughs> What if, what if he just flipped to Wanda? He's like, are you familiar with the ship of Theseus? <laughs> he says no. And he's just like, peace. <laughs> if I uh, replace you with a very different part. Uh, yeah. No, I, uh, it would be an interesting take to, uh, to have new vision. I don't know. I, who knows what they're going to do? Never mind. I don't care. I don't care I, enough about the I think, I think new vision is going to have a problem with her at first. That would be my guess. Yeah. He, he'll be different in some way to, to stay interesting. Yeah, honestly, I think I could I could deal with a movie or a show of like Vision trying to redeem Wanda, right? Like I think this show could have been so much slower and would have been better. Like just turn it into a true anti-hero show and make Vision like this paragon of good that he is trying to to break through to Wanda, right? Yeah, or Uh, or looking to Vision season two. Him fighting her would have been really good, and then when she ultimately like (gasps) beats him down. He's like, I'm going to go walk out now. And she gets pissed. And then he's like, like, just like get remove all this now or I'll just kill myself anyways. Like you can't yeah, her, save her, us. Her fighting and, him and it could have been climax. incredible. Her fighting him in the climax and any, that would have been amazing. That, I would have loved been that so fight. much better than yeah, no, the really fight. Yeah. That was the fight that should have yeah. happened. Yeah. Can I also I, talk about one cinematic thing that really fucking annoys me? Yes. What, what if we said end, no, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can we put it to then, a vote? Yeah, put it to a vote. So at the end, when Wanda and Vision are saying goodbye, or when Wanda is saying goodbye to Fake Vision, they are standing awkwardly in front of a fake window because it's all it's all fucking blue screen. And them just standing there awkwardly drove me so fucking batshit crazy. Did you want the kiss? Uh, no, I, I wanted the the like the where is my mind track to kick off right as right like that's it the was same, such a same pose as a yeah. scene 
but beyond the direct ripoff of Fight Club, but it was just like it just felt to me so fake. Like there's like no, it's so hard for these actors to do anything in this scene because they're standing in front of a giant fucking blue screen set. And like part of the reason why, again, I thought the early episodes worked so great is because they were shot on real sets. They actually shot in front of a live studio audience. So the, there is no laugh track. That's the actual audience. Um, X2, like those uh, yeah, fr- spinning and stuff, I think were literally paintings spinning in the walls, yep. as far as I read. And it was so refreshing to have real fucking sets for like for the actors to like work with. Whereas like every time they were like zooming around in the sky or standing in front of a fake wall, trying to have a very intense, intimate moment, it's just like, it is lacking a lot of humanity and the lack of that humanity is being sucked out by that fucking blue screen and that shitty camera angle. And it just like, it drives me bananas. I want there to be like a behind the scenes and they show like, no, we actually created this hex. This is all practical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we created yeah. This, this giant red wall it took a lot of research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, while we're talking about that, Dave, let's let's talk about Vision's hovering pose. What is with that one knee up hover pose? What is that? So did Dave's point? Poses, right? They didn't. They didn't need to do the special effects there. We knew the thing was coming. That could have been an incredibly yes. intimate moment with real props, and then it could have just like cut to black in a way, and all of it was implied. We didn't need it, the closing in from afar thing. We didn't. It need could it. have just yes. intensified to red, right? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. They could have been sitting on a real fucking couch. Having a real and honestly, moment. what I really would have wanted, and I know that sort of maybe pulled it more, is I would have wanted you to hear the kids in the background, and then all of a sudden their voices go. I would yeah, have wanted to hear them like Jim. upstairs talking and like 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 something, and then all of a sudden it goes as like a signal that it's even closer. I, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim, I, I screaming in their beds. Not screaming. Oh. No, not pain. Not pain. Because I don't. I don't. I assume it, they just blip. But fucking vision didn't blip when he left the red. The hex. It, That's uh, it true. took him a little while. Yeah, but he wasn't decompose. in pain, I don't think, right? I mean, you saw them getting all sucked into pieces. Yeah, he asked for help. Okay, we've right? seen what happens when he's in pain. Was he in pain? I hope not. That would have been terrible. Not not in the end. He like, wasn't. close that bubble a little he... sooner next time, Wanda. No, at the end, he wasn't in pain. He was just, like, turned yellow. And yellow particles and disappeared. Any, any moment that makes you think these are two actors standing in an all-green room with a bunch of lights shining on them and technicians yep. walking back and forth is a buzzkill. Dude, did they hire George Lucas to, to film the last Yeah, I, I was going to say, when you were saying that, Dave, I had, like, be real of, like, Phantom Menace, like, the shots of, like, seeing the actors in the green box running around and being like, ugh, God, this is so soulless. George well, Lucas that's always- slicing together two different shots it's like we're gonna take the anakin from this shot and the obi-wan from this shot and sew them together yeah i mean i i think that gets to my larger like it's weird because i love marvel movies but also my least favorite part of marvel movies are the action scenes like i fucking i can't stand them i like the yeah i like the quiet boring scenes like which is why i like the early part of wandavision because it was just so quiet and boring i just want all of that i want more of those two stormtroopers from um, mandalorian yes that's all i want just an just hour of them boring shit that, that, that was good I, honestly i think marvel has done a particularly good job of actions so many times i get bored i love the inter hero combinations that they think of i like i thought that they makes long action sequences bearable to be honest but 
You like the combo moves? I honestly, if you look at every other action movie, they get they get just become monotonous and and unrememberable after like thirty seconds. And they can extend an action scene and still kind of make, keep me somewhat interested. Cause they'll do fun, interesting things that if that make me want to pay attention. So, so let's, yeah, do, let's do a let's do a quick round. What is the best action scene in the MCU? Hulk Thor. <laughs> no, Hulk and uh, the big. Iron Man suit. Oh, that was a good one. Okay, Hulk that was a good one. Whatever that thing was called, Hulk Buster, I think. Hulk Buster. Yeah. yeah, there was a there was another name for it, like a I think it was like Victoria or something like that. Um, yeah, I liked uh, Captain America Thor. That was a fun, even though it was a quick one. What do you mean, which one? I guess it was really a, a more of a short interaction. They didn't really fight a whole lot. I, I'm sorry, I was thinking more of Iron Man Thor, where Captain America had to stand. Uh, uh, Hulk v Loki. <laughs> Anything, any fight scene that can get condensed down into a GIF, I'm, I'm good with. So my, my favorite fight scene was in Winter Soldier when Samuel L. Jackson gets murdered by the Winter Soldier and then Chris Evans like fucking like hops out the window and like throws his shield at the Winter Soldier and the Winter Soldier just fucking catches it. And he looks like a total badass with his metal arm. He's like, fuck you, Captain. What are you going to do about that shit? And then he just like, and then he just fucking beelines it out of there like those are the scenes that i love because a everything in that for the most part was shot on a real set and it was practical and b they the the whole point of that scene was to say oh the the captain america shit that worked in the first intro of this movie which again that that was a great action sequence when they stormed that boat isn't going to work on this guy like this guy is on another level and he just took out Samuel L. Jackson. So he's obviously a badass. like that. Those are the sort of fight scenes I like. Okay. That reminded me of my actual favorite scene, which is uh, the Captain America elevator. I was actually going to say the elevator scene was pretty good. Good. I was trying to think which action scene from winter soldier. Cause I think winter soldier is the best of the action packed movies. Well, right. Cause it's not just like big balls of color bouncing into each other. The elevator scene. It's pretty good. Pretty solid. Well, Winter Soldier's also... And I think that was probably, the first Russo Brothers. But can I say Winter Soldier catching the shield and doing the, like, robot arm noises? I do not like the robot arm noises. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I, I hate that shit. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like the guy from Grandma's Boy. <laughs> what were we going to say, Will? Winter Soldier also was probably... I think it was, like, the second best Marvel movie. It's pretty up there. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok was by far my favorite but yeah winter soldier was it's you know those fight scenes it makes sense that they would be memorable and good because the movie as a whole was just very good i also thought the movie largely was pretty slow for a marvel movie oh yeah right like it it wasn't action-packed it was it was a pretty slow movie yeah i should actually now that you're saying this i'm like maybe i should go back and watch that because that was always one of my favorite ones but i'm having a hard time summoning up specifics for it right now yeah, and I like I think that Marvel actually does a pretty good job of making giving villains depth, which is why I took the WandaVision stuff. A hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. I agree that there's some really bad ones like the Dark Elf and, and <laughs> Thor 2, right? I don't like, think we even that's not even we fair never, to bring we never up speak Thor of two. Thor 2. Or what about what about Iron Eccleston? Man uh, 3? We never <laughs> speak of Iron Man 3. <laughs> at, at, least was, at least that was Guy Pierce. Oh, Guy I'd, Pierce. 
Not the guy. I feel like only about a third of the bad guys are well, actually. Yeah, so I mean, you look at like right. Thanos, look at Thanos, Loki, yeah. look at Loki. Winter Soldier. Look I really at... like. I really like Zemo. I'm not gonna Zemo lie. Zemo is the best. I'm stoked for him coming yeah. back. I think that Ultron was a good villain. Ultron was good. Yeah, yeah. I hated um, Ultron. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought he was by far the best part of that movie because <laughs> that movie was not very good. But, no, that movie was not great. But he was he was pretty good in it. The party um, scene was pretty good. Yeah, I thought the I thought Ego in Guardians Two was one of the better yep. parts of Guardians Two. Like they did a pretty they do generally for especially for like superhero movies they do a good job of giving depth to to villains. I think some some of them are real. Let's just say in the broader sense that like the like superhero genre movies are pretty easy to have shitty villains in and from the, I guess, the expectations we had from back in the day before Marvel that, yeah, on a whole, on average, I would agree that better than better than not, or, or better than, they, than we were used to. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I can't disagree with any of the bad guys you just named, but they're also like, what, 24 movies? Yeah, there's a lot and more we villains. Only, we, only, we only named like a handful of them. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I would say that like, the interesting thing, especially about Infinity War, is that in general, Thanos is like pretty much the protagonist of that film. Like he has more screen time than any other character in that movie. And it's all about him basically succeeding against all odds, right? Turns out like to build a sympathetic the- villain, you have to give them screen time. Yes, absolutely. Like you have to actually let you have to tell their story. Agatha wasn't great, but I don't think it was a matter of screen time because I was thinking about it when you said it. I mean, the reveal, she still had a 50-minute episode, a 40-minute episode, and a 30-minute episode. So it's like she almost had a movie's worth of time to build it. They they didn't do it. (laughs) I mean, the reveal happened at the very end of episode seven, right? That was like the absolute end of episode seven. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, It was the end of an episode. Yeah. So it was like they had 90 minutes of screen time after that or so. And which yeah. then resolved the entire show as well. Like, like she was never going to get, she was, she was done dirty. We're, yeah, we're going to get done. more depth on her. <laughs> she'll, she'll be back. She'll be sure. Back. But that, that is not oh, yeah. at all for the show. Right. Like sure. That, yeah. I don't, I don't care. I don't care what they do in the future with her. Like, I, I also, I don't know. I'm, I'm also still not convinced. She's really Thor two guy. isn't Thor two doesn't become good because of Thor Ragnarok. Like no. Thor two just didn't happen. Although I think there there are, but yeah, you're not wrong. But I I think they're going to build on a lot of this stuff going forward. I think this was planting a lot of seeds. Yeah, no, no one's disagreeing with that. Yeah, of course, it's just not justification by itself for this movie. That's what that's all. Will's point is we don't care. I know. I'm not fighting hard with this. And then he's yeah. I I don't. I don't. And they could have done it in a way that wasn't bad. Like in fairness, but like I mean, no matter how bad Agatha is, Rambo's like. 10 times worse as far as the like shoehorning in a character of just being like, Hey, I, uh, honestly, now they're here. I didn't, I didn't really, she didn't uh, become the central plot. So I didn't mind it as much. I was like, Oh, kind of okay with it. Like, okay. Like she's a character now. I thought that they were going to do something cool with her, but then they didn't. And I was like, all right, well that's fine. Like she doesn't have to be the main character, but we did spend a lot of time with her. Jim, Maybe just spend a little took, less. She Jim, turned into she ballistic those, jelly. Yeah. She took those bullets for those pretend children. <laughs> <laughs> she put her real self into harm's way for for holograms. Yeah, that felt. Is she super fast? No. Oh, no, all right. So. Oh, oh. So, a uh, question because I, I was going to use this. Was that Quicksilver? Was that supposed to be Quicksilver? Why was Quicksilver yeah. there? <laughs> um, yeah, well, I didn't understand well, wait, it because, because it's, it's funny. 
Yeah, no, I but mean, like, I mean, in the <laughs> is that is that actually Quicksilver in this universe? No, it was no, Ralph, it's, Ralph they Boner. Were in his, yeah, they were in his uh, his attic later. Like okay, no, 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 it no. was a penis joke in the end. That's what it was. Okay, so was all of his powers, which are identical to Quicksilver, by playing the actor who played Quicksilver, right? That was his name in X Men. It, it actually has nothing to do with X-Men, even though X-Men is also part of this universe. That was one of those red herrings. But like, that, well, I, it wasn't a I red mean, herring. It was just yeah. literally, it's like if you took fucking Michael Keaton and you put him in a Batman suit in a fucking Superman movie and you're like, well, that wasn't Batman. You're like, but you literally took the Batman guy who plays Batman and put him in a Batman suit. Yeah, but like, and, and he did Batman things. It's like, yeah, but that wasn't really Batman. It's like, but, but, but you, what, what are we doing the, with the this? state. And the Batman. Yeah, he lived in the way to see and he and he drove around the Batmobile. It's like, yeah, but that wasn't Batman. That was just that was just no, that, John it Boner. Was, it's it just was like actually what? Alfred's nephew. I just I, I, so so this was supposed to be Agatha's magic making him into Quicksilver. Yes. Like that's yes. the idea. Yes. I would have been was, okay with so much real. there. You I like I actually like that actor a lot. You could have done a lot of things, but why did he have to have the Quicksilver power? Like it just felt because he was didn't, supposed to be well, he, Wait, because I mean, yeah. those are the same character. Like in the like step back like meta outside. Oh, is Pietro of, super fast? They yeah, literally fast. are the yeah. same. Per, like They're literally the same character. So is Quicksilver, Quicksilver and Pietro and... exist in the same universe? They both just had super speed. No, no, okay, no, no, so no, no. So you want the no, real... They're the same yeah. character. No, no, you you literally have to like step back an entire level outside of like the movie and the show. Like get, you have to get one hundred percent meta. Like Talk about the, I, the IP, the IP yeah. of the character Quicksilver was effectively owned by two different companies that made two different movies. It's like two different versions of so Spider-Man. Their casting of the guy from Fox who played Quicksilver is a, to play is a, a funny fake joke. Yeah. To play fake Pietro. Was that's fan just service. a wink and a nod and a red herring. No, so that's all the fans fan are going to be like, Oh, like, so these can't exist in the same universe. No, they will. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's Except maybe it's not a, Quicksilver. It, it's a joke, but it'll also, Oh, but did you, did you laugh a lot? Well, maybe I was serious, right? Like it's like a Trump joke, so, right? So like Jim, okay. this was, this was for everyone that was hip to the fact that Fox's Quicksilver was played by that guy was going to yeah. be like, Oh, look, this is the introduction to the X-Men because that was absolutely my reaction because they're going to bring in the rest of the X-Men too. And Oh, and this was the right. quick, uh, yeah, okay. And, and this, this was, like, was, nope, this was Marvel throwing us off. I was just like, no, this is just them making a joke of the fact that they... You were right. They recast that him. They had, that they had two guys. And so so, that this, so, so they, they can do a sitcom trope of recasting somebody. So this is, this is, I think this was one of the awesome things that the show did where like, yes, it was fan service, but it also completely worked within the context of like the sitcom bit, right? Like I liked that. Whole I forgot Pietro had a super I, speed. I was, so sorry. Yeah, I was, I was good with that until it turned into being Ralph Boner. <laughs> Ralph Boner. I that was hilarious. Yeah, you, just, you just didn't. What Jimmy was, forgot he's fast and she's weird. Calm thing too. Well, I just didn't. Um, I I forgot that her brother had super speed. Yeah, it's That's easy to remember for- since he was shot by bullets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet you didn't see that coming. Um, well, they, and they did the, uh, say a joke about that too, right? Got shot by bullets like a sucker. That's yeah, true. Which was that was good. I was okay with that. Yeah. And then the uh, the Incredibles thing that they did, I was just like, all right, can we wrap this up now? Yeah, that's fair. Wait, what? What what are I what am I like zooming in the Yeah. They literally did a stance, I think, too, right before they like engaged. Yep. Well that yeah, I mean un- unfortunately they are a family of superheroes and we're probably gonna get them back eventually too. I hate uh, yeah, those so little what, kids. What is the deal with the kids? Uh, 
Did, so like That's a long story. So <laughs> it's many well, long stories. <laughs> well, but okay. It's always important to keep in mind that the comics aren't canon for MCU. They're sure. just right. source material that may or may not be used. Sure. In the context of this, the kids are just her fantasy. Sure. Period. But then she contacted their souls from an alternate universe. That might be the case. I'm not really sure. It's possible. Um, Who knows uh, how they spin it up? Right, exactly. I'm definitely psyched for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I don't know exactly what that's going to consist of, but I heard two things that I like a lot. So that's that's good. I don't know what you're referencing. Is this like a movie coming or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Second Doctor, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. What, what are the someone... two things you like? Multiverses and madness? Yeah. <laughs> He's well, someone, uh... because, because parallel universes, multi-universes, fuck it, bring it on. I love it because I get alternate takes on things and I think that's fun. And then anytime I hear madness, I think like Cthulhu mythos nonsense and I'm all into tentacular horrors. Yeah, that's probably actually what we're getting. We're, we might be getting an old god because Marvel has a few of them. Yeah, exactly. So and They have as many as they need. So, So is there a reason we didn't see him outside of some practical like they couldn't book him during this time for shooting or he was too expensive for the budget. Like, did he feel strange? like a good, yeah. Should, didn't strange, didn't it making it like, I don't know, did tying him to this, it felt thematically on it, point. It actually, that's a good point. It is his mantle. And like what he does is watch the earth realm from magical. You think like a bubble like, of magic. Be, would have like, yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. I assume that this like Dr. Strange's magic is orange. And Wanda's magic is red, and so I just thought that. Oh, they can't see. Are, are they like colorblind to each other's magic? Or is this like different, a diff, different type of magic, like rods and cones thing? Is that what this is? She makes circles. She makes balls. She makes actually squares. Hexagon. She makes squares. Hexagon. She makes hexagon. Oh yeah, hexagon. hexagons. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm sure they I feel like they're going to have a five second throwaway bit in Doctor Strange where they mention, "Oh yeah, that was some weird shit in Jersey. Too bad I was in X realm." I would not be surprised if Wanda was in it. Oh, no, she's... I think that was... She's in it. Yeah, that oh, was confirmed. Oh, she's oh, going to be a major... Made, no, 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 just that... that they, so are they, you theorizing that Westview might get name-dropped elsewhere? Yes. Yeah. I oh, think, I, I wouldn't I be surprised if he, like, rings into there being like, whoop, I don't have time for this, and, like, rings out or something like that. I mean, they're, they're yeah, also... Like, let me know when this is actually a big problem, not, like, a little town problem, okay? And then I'll deal with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm all fighting demigods somewhere, all right? A town got taken over. Really, I mean, honestly, how big is a deal is this? Dormammu, I've come to bargain. That's exactly what they're going to say, Jim. <laughs> right? It's going to be a I mean, 100%. And, uh, whatever. There's it's a bigger uh, threat. But she, she's on, like, his level. She's at, like, uh, uber... Like, she seems to, like, have jumped in a... They, they, I know Parallel is relative. They literally said more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. Like, I don't... They said that. Agatha said that. Oh, is that? I'm sorry. For some reason, I didn't. I even though I was looking for him, I didn't make that. I forgot the Sorcerer Supreme was. Uh, That's his, his rank. Mantle. His his role. It, you know, but he, it should always be. Why can't I think of her name? The bald. <laughs> Tilda the bald. Swinton. Tilda, yeah, Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Tilda, Tilda, yeah. the ancient yeah, one. She, yeah, she, it should always be her. Oh, I'm sure. Um, that, I'm sure if they can cast her in some battle back in time. I mean, you're playing with time. You can literally play with all of this at all times, right? So, Correct. did they ever explain why Agatha? was in Westview. I'm sad that was never a scene of her like approaching the hex and like breaking in and then like setting up shop. That could have been fun. Yeah, or someone like, doing it and not knowing who, right? Like a, a shadowy figure coming through or something. Sure. I mean, wait, would it, say it again? What you, what you wanted? How and sure. when did Agatha get into the hex? They showed her 
land right outside the door before the first appearance in the song. That was like that was the first part of the song when she right, but that's that's her already inside of the hex. I guess is kind of. I mean, I think she just she just rolled up, man. I don't think the hex slowed her down. She had like a magic okay. detector that went beep 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 beep, and like but that's that's literally this like. So here's my head cannon. Like she's in a lab and she sees like magical charts going off and then she flies around and she sees the hex and she comes up to the corner of it and she's doing some spells to hack in blah 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 she looks like the necronomicon knockoff and like figures some stuff Brian, out. i think she was literally just in westview just like i think she was just <laughs> hanging out like <laughs> just, just, i just like, thought that yeah I, th- I thought that i was like oh what dumb luck that well, uh what, what, of all of all well, the towns to take over Wanda, well, what about, good luck what, on what your about time. what about the dumb luck that like wanda is a is the latent Scarlet Witch and a bomb drops on her and she can just like stop it. And then later on it just, oh, it just happens. We zapped her with the Mind Stone also. And then it just happens that, right? Like, ugh. Oh, gave her a little yeah. bit too much power. Gonna have to deal with that later. How did you deal with yeah. the, how did you deal with the rats? We we got wolves. Well, how did you deal with the wolves? Yeah. Uh, gorillas. <laughs> what are you doing with the gorillas? <laughs> also, I, I didn't quite understand like the Hayward, Haywood, Haywood, Hayward. His motivation. Yeah, what was, it, what was yeah, his, his motivation? Like his why, 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 no why did he just want to kill Wanda? Like, I don't understand. He, I his motivation was he needed to be more evil than Wanda. <laughs> yeah, the plot needed him to be evil. Yeah. I mean, his I think was it was vision he, back online. Yeah, he wanted vision. His goal was to get the vision reactivated. That was his sentient and, weapon. Yeah, but then once it got reactivated, then his plan was to put it inside the anomaly and then make sure everybody dies except for the vision and then be like, look, we did it. Right. Or no, look, Wanda did it. We didn't know you did this. He put on uh, the second to last episode of game of Thrones. He's like, vision. I want you to do this. Okay. You do this. (laughs) (laughs) When I ring this bell, you do this. (laughs) Which is funny because the director is from game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who would? Well, this this now all makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Failure Matt, to stick the Matt, landing. Yeah. Matt Shackman is uh, his. The only thing he basically did was Lost in Game of Thrones before this. Oh, um, I was going to say what, Lost. What, yes. Yeah. What go. what seasons of Lost? I don't know. Or like specific pick, episodes, I guess. Pick your least favorite seasons. Anything after one? <laughs> it's, oh, it's just like my opinion of Wanda. Yeah. I really wanted the show to be a better mystery box show. Yeah. It just was not. Not a launching pad for other shows with like a half-assed ending. Yeah. It it was a one-ply deep mystery box. And Vision even called it out, which I kind of enjoyed. Just like, you probably did this by accident, but it's not okay anymore. I thought that was good. Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of too bad it was not at all any more complicated than that. Yeah, they, they could have just, it really should have just been slowed down a whole bunch. Oh, that's so interesting because I wanted it just cut and sped up. Either, right? Make it I either. Maybe that's kind short of the and, same. Yeah. Well, in aggregate. Yeah. You make it yeah, either short and tight. Two episodes in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I want like it to be either a really short, tight story condensed down and nothing wasted, or slow it way down and make it a, a character story, right? Make it very much like an examination of some characters. And it kind of didn't do either of those things. Yep. Just stop watching it at episode six. <laughs> Watch episodes like, uh, three, four, five. 
and then or, or watch your summary version of one and two, and then Adam, do you appreciate the yakety yak? I I did. I, and, I still don't agree with your summary, but that's fine. And and the the songs from from episode two are all out of the Buffy musical episode. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? With uh, well, yeah, because Dottie plays Anya. Yeah, uh, which is another reason people thought she was going to actually be an important character in this. I think she hasn't fucking done anything since Buffy. So like, not, not like she's a big name. I just happen to recognize it because Megan was like, I know that character. I'm like, okay. <laughs> she was very happy. I don't know. I enjoyed it overall. I mean, there was, there were a lot of things that I wanted to see that I was probably never going to get. And I, I totally fell into some hype outside the show and I, I paid the price for it. I, I, think, I, think eventually, I think eventually I may get some of those things. I think the door has been opened for some of those possibilities uh, down the line, but it didn't happen in this. And to be honest, I, I feel like a, an appearance of Mephisto or Nightmare or pretty much any of the things I wanted to see would have made it way worse for the casual viewer. So it's probably better that they didn't do that. I don't know. I just... Uh, Thought I'd add that that there, there were there were a lot of things because I, I know Will you were saying that I was all hyped about all these theories and stuff I was none of them panned out <laughs> well, none of them yeah I, I guess it wasn't so much whether or not they panned out right like but a lot of the enjoyment was this meta enjoyment of the show because you got to theorize about all these things right you got to take all of this external knowledge about the universe and apply it to all of the things you didn't know about the show. But if you don't have any, any of that meta-knowledge, you're left with very, very few strands to theorize about it all, right? So it, it makes it less enjoyable. I think, and you mentioned this earlier, like that you really liked kind of the, the weekly drop of episodes. And we talked about this a little bit on Slack a few weeks ago, but I think the show would be, like, I think I would like the show a lot better if I could just binge it start to, start to finish, right? And not have a week of like, well... The episode two was pointless, so awesome. I guess I'll wait for episode three because nothing really happened in episode two. No bigger plot was expanded upon. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that like you guys keep uh, saying that episode eight was a total waste, but I actually waited until episode nine came out and then watched eight and nine back to back. I didn't hate episode eight because I got to watch them. I was about to say, when you were saying that, Will, like, like I would, I almost would have... I would definitely have enjoyed episodes one through like four or so, one at a time per night, and then make the rest of the series into a movie that was only about an hour and a half, maybe two hours long. And then that would have been fun. <laughs> Guys, what happened to the poor beekeeper? We never saw him again. What happened? Oh, yeah. uh, Wanda said no and then reset time. And then. But he never appeared back on the other side. Whatever. Poor guy. He's in a house. Poor guy. <laughs> Just being covered in bees right now. Yeah, I mean, it, the, 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 the two things <laughs> that I thought would have some explanation were what the fuck happened to the beekeeper and and who was the guy that Wu was there that was in witness protection. I know. I know. Like, oh, like why? That, was, that yeah. was the central conceit why? for him being there. Like, wh why? why? Why did they just say it was, it was like Boner? Why wasn't it just Ralph Boner? Oh, that's, probably okay. it probably fucking was Ralph Boner. I mean, it could, it really could have been anyone had they just said 
anyone. Like there were a few things like talk about red herring. The physicist, the yeah, the astrophysicist, like that was the worst red herring. They're just like, oh yeah, we're gonna mention this guy for like three episodes, and when it rolls up, it's just some random person in fatigues just delivering a dumb truck. Oh God, <laughs> Nobody thinks truck. that's cool. Nobody thinks that truck looked cool. It was cooler after it came out. Half like minivan. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the physicist being mentioned. Yeah, I don't even really. know what you're talking about. Multiple yeah. times. Multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I was once. I, I was. I was. She was a physicist. Word. I was. I felt out. like I just lost track of the plot. I was just like, oh, I thought there was supposed to be something. I don't know. Yeah, no, but that was what? What was her name? Kat Denning. She gets put yeah. in a truck with two other people, and they're like, oh, we found a bunch of smart people. I'm like, all right, are are they going to be the central plot? I mean, what do we? We never see the other ones again, right? Like they're gone. They disappear forever, right? right? Yeah, that guy was super dumb. So yeah. Um. No, but there were like two other like brilliant people there that just go away, and. And her whole job is to just figure to figure out you have to turn on a TV and you could watch him and then like and then and she becomes like a character, but like it I, I hated that whole I didn't understand the point of the subplot. That could have been skipped through so fast. I didn't understand what they were trying to get at with her. Like what was the goal of pulling her into this? Is it just because she was in Thor? We're, yes, they're trying to remind I mean, you that they, she exists for the next Thor movie. Yeah. And she so I mean, we, we just spent the last two hours talking about how that entire plot should have been cut out of the, the show. <laughs> I, I actually felt it was more like hey, we need a scientist character. Oh, let's just reuse somebody and change their field of study on the fly to make it work. I mean, I don't know. But no, Jim, that was, yes, she was also a physicist, but she was already in the picture when Monica kept mentioning this other physicist and her, her good physicist buddy that was right over the hill that would be <laughs> hooking them up. She was talking to Wu about that. That was like that was like right in the middle of the episodes. Yeah, I don't remember that it, at all. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, w- I was like hanging on every line. I mean, that, they were building up the truck. They were building up the fucking all right. truck. They, 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 some... they, want, they want to sell. It's merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. Right? Yeah, no, that truck was uh, <laughs> that show. That truck was like the show's Jar Jar Binks. But um, but like what's with like the Wu like. He takes his phone in plain sight while being handcuffed. And then like, what kind of low grade fucking tech handcuffs are there in this? Like, Hey, go hang out in these hay bells with no one watching you. So you can make an open foot. Like, like you could have done like, these were just so lazy. Like it it was like, it was lazy to absurdity uh, on how fast they had. They felt they had to move a thing together because like, well, how many bad guys do we have? Well, it's like, well, Wanda kind of, we don't know yet. We got, uh, we got Agnes. We got the main bad guy. It's like, well, how's the main bad guy going to pay? It's like, oh, right. Like, if she just leaves, how does he pay? It's like, no, 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 no. We got to, we got to close that down. Like, we got to call like his boss in. It's like, what the fuck are we going to do that? It's like, well, throw him in a hay bell, give him a phone. How does he even get the phone? It's like, he just takes it. We mean, he just takes it in front of him. (laughs) It just sees it sitting there. And they let him call. Yeah. They they just just leave him alone. They went to take a shit. They don't, they don't, they don't, they just leave him alone. Damn it. Didn't you see Ant-Man 2? He's been practicing magic for a long time. Yeah, that was probably the answer. That's why he could get out of the cuffs, too. That's exactly he was, what I he was, was good in, in Ant-Man. Yes, I, I actually I, I loved him in Ant-Man. I just I didn't like him in this one. Because he didn't serve any purpose to the entire story. <laughs> like, you know what would have saved that for me, Dave? If the, the lady that delivered the truck was a scroll. That would have been it. That's all you had to do. Make her the scroll. Like that would have that would have solved the problem. I would have been like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. I she already forgot about the scroll. I like purged it from my brain because it was so stupid. I just oh, don't dude. know why the government. Had, I don't know why they had to be bad guy in government 
the government could have just done something which maybe was stupid and maybe they had like someone who was like a cowboy, but but who cares? You expect the government to do that. The idea that they had to be a price paid is ridiculous. Like the government could have just done an inopportune thing at an inopportune time and lit lit the gas, you know, lit the fire of a ton of tension. And that would have been completely fine. But like the idea that it had to be a whole other plot, I couldn't, I didn't know why. Jim, you didn't, you didn't want consequences for bad government actions? No, because like, you don't even have to make it lazy. bad. You could just make it like, you know what? Maybe it wasn't the best decision, but it wasn't the, like, it wasn't the dumbest decision. It was just like, we think there's people inside that are being harmed. We're going to do a few things and bad timing and maybe, maybe a little too rash in a couple areas, but not like they didn't have to be evil. They could have, they could have just been the government, which can just be so many different things. And it's fine. They could have not been in the show. But I, but I was okay with them being like a thing on the outside that was like trying to do stuff. Like yeah. the, idea the government wouldn't be there is stupid, but like, sure. And then like, they finally poke in at a moment when like Wanda's like ready to do something and then like they do something and it threatens her and it refocuses her. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. That would have been, that would all been fine. I like the version you're spinning, Jim. And Hayward was cartoonishly evil. Yeah, just, why? Like, why? It, and, and yeah, it's a, it's a comic world, but like nobody was that cartoonishly evil. Like and, and you know who would have been just a bad perfect guy, typecast? Bad guy Erson. Like it just—he was also a perfect typecast for like a bull type of a government person. Like he was the exact person I wanted him to be. They just gave him all—they added this whole extra part. He could have been that person, I don't or know. just put him in the turn him into the cartoon villain, like inside of the bubble or inside of the hex. Ooh, yeah, there you go. Like, Ooh, that's like, like, that. like, oh, this is a this is a. TV show trope, like have this like caricature of a villain, right? He could actually uh, have like the mustache. The that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, here we go. So do you think that you guys would rewatch this? No, but I mean, I don't no. rewatch anything. Like literally I've heard, nothing. I've heard to rewatch the first few episodes several <laughs> times over. Um, if I was like with a group or someone hadn't seen it and they said, you want to watch it? I'd, I'd, I'd do that. I don't think I would by myself, but if someone hadn't seen it and they're like, hey, I want to watch this and like... And they're like, have you seen it before? I wouldn't be like, no, we're not watching it. I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I, I and, and then I would probably take, because if they like Marvel at all, they'll be, they'll be doing all the shit that you guys are doing, right? And rewatching it, I'm sure I'll catch shit that like I didn't see the first time, right? Because every, every mystery thing, there's, you know, 20 things you can miss that are, that will be a little fun to watch. But yeah, I don't know. By, by itself, it's hard to argue for. Yeah, I, I rewatch shows pretty often. I don't think I would go back and rewatch this. No. Dude, a bad ending can ruin a rewatch that's yep. really the ending if the ending stuck it's the game of thrones you lesson. would oh yeah that's I, I it's i cannot and i can't and game of thrones has incredible episodes incredible seasons and i can't even i can't will myself to even think about rewatching it god what a fucking disaster because all you're gonna do is think about how these great characters and this great scene and this great acting will amount to nothing danny Danny, you're going to forget about the Iron Fleet, Danny. You're going to forget about it. I know you are, and there's nothing I can do. Also, you're going to kill everyone. everyone. You hear all this? It's a lot of this. It's a lot of this that you're doing right now, okay? <laughs> she was a mad Targaryen, Jim. What did you expect? Uh, yeah, I, I would say in the MCU, I would put this sort of like on par with the first Captain America movie, which I saw once and have no desire to watch again. Yeah, I, I rewatched I rewatched that movie maybe a year ago 
like at the start of of uh, quarantine. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not that good. No, no. I feel like I don't no. know. I remember liking like sixty percent of it. Talk about no. bad MCU villains. I, I, I well, I was okay. It was with, very like, akin to this show. It was the first thirty minutes was great, and then it fucking got progressively worse. Yeah, it time. got it got real bad when Chris Evans got real quick. Yeah, right after Chris, like the the it's like five the minutes in, story, right? No, the, that's like 30, 40 minutes in. Yeah, but uh, you know, once once Red Skull was introduced, oh it was real bad. You forgot about him, didn't you? <laughs> he's he's waiting. He's waiting in the wings. He's, he's waiting with the Soul Stone. Yeah, he's yeah. waiting for, for because they needed to put him there for some reason. Yeah, that was talk about weird choices in the. That MCU. was a weird one. <laughs> like what the a soul for a soul. Was there ever yeah. an explanation for that? And then Hugo Weaving's like, I want no part of that. Oh, that wasn't Hugo Weaving? <laughs> no. All, yeah, oh, no. I, I had no they're, idea. they're like, don't no, worry, we'll, was not, we'll just do you. Don't worry about not it. him. Yeah, you know I know Why it wasn't? Why did they even do it then? I don't know. It's so fucking weird. It's like, be like, remember the shitty, shitty character because Brian, that we had? Callbacks, like, callbacks are more important than anything else. Cat Dennings. The same reason they filmed Cat Dennings in this in this in this Wandavision is the same reason you got Red Skull there. Callbacks no, above everything no. else. Cat Dennings, like they legitimately thought, would be like good comic relief, right? Do you think I anyone mean, was laughing when they were filming those scenes? Dude, Habers said she was the best part <laughs> of the first two Thor mean. movies. I mean, that might be true. The first two Thor movies were fucking terrible. Uh, they were awful. They were I so mean, bad. They were really bad. Were but awful. I still think she. She was not. <laughs> she was no. She was great. In the first two Thor movies. I mean, Anthony Hopkins was the best part of the first two Thor movies. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. That's a good choice. I yeah. take your power. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, uh, who 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 really is MVP of the first two Thor movies is her agent because her agent got her onto this. I guarantee you. <laughs> it's not like Kat Dennings didn't do anything before Thor, though. I don't know. She was in uh, Nick and Nora's, right? Wasn't that her? And she was in um, the. The pizza place sitcom, right? Wasn't that I did. After? Two Broke Girls. Two Broke Girls, yeah. I've, I've, I know the Oh, name. isn't that like the famous one? I've never actually seen That's it. the thing that she did for a while. The movie I remember her from was Nick and Norris, and I kind of remember liking her. She was she played the like outside the norm kind of person trying to find their... Like it was a coming of an age movie, and I thought she like played like that low-key kind of don't know what they want to do with my life, but rebelling kind of like... I, like she played a... She clearly plays the role she looks like she's meant to play. And I thought she did a good job in that role. It, w- it was the same year, Two Broke Girls. Okay. As, as Thor 1. There is a scene in Thor 1 where Anthony Hopkins improvs a growl. Like, it was not in the script, but he just, like, growls at everyone. Like, right when he's, like, taking away Thor's power. Like, all the guards are like, no, my leaves, don't do this. And he just goes, ah! Then, like, everyone's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Did he do a little gold scream? Yeah, that growled yeah, the what shit picture, out of me. Yeah. Bilbo. And and everyone like literally flinched back and they kept all of it in the film, which is just great. That's awesome. That's Henry Hopkins <laughs> just being like, you fucking still all think that I wear people's skin, don't you? I know you're all fucking thinking it. <laughs> um, he, he was great in uh, Ragnarok too. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, he was. He was. And uh, that, that, you know oh, who's great in that? Is just was uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon was great in Ragnarok. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's apparently coming back and, in the next and Thor Sam, movie. Uh, Sam Neil was great. In Wait, what? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I heard Matt Damon's coming back in the next Thor movie. Oh God. Those were, those so are great. Good. And then I Wait, know. Are, I was, there any, are there any Asgardians still alive? Yeah. I remember. Yeah. No, they're yeah. all, they're all on earth. They're oh, all okay. like, they're all in like Norway. Greenland or something. Yeah. yeah they, they, they like yeah, sacked some fucking like, uh, my, my dragon Island and Thor just fucking play video games and got fat. 
I was going to say, I knew it wasn't Hugo Weaving in the Red Skull because it's impossible for me to hear his voice without thinking of uh, Hello, Mr. Anderson, Matrix. Mr. Like, Anderson. I cannot. Every time I've ever seen the Lord of the Rings since the Matrix, which I think actually came after, <laughs> after, I cannot. Like, when he says, Welcome to Rivendell, I'm like, Say it. Say Mr. Anderson. Say Mr. Anderson. Say it. Say it. Miss, Mr. Bombadil. Yeah. Mr. Underhill. What yeah. If, what if Noob Master was Agatha all along? If they, what if they just pulled back the curtain? And that's I don't know what you mean by Noob Master. Uh, who's the play, Thor's playing video games against? Like that would have been okay. I would have that would have been fantastic. You're right. Creative? If it's like, uh, yeah, that would have been a bit of a reach, but I, I would have appreciated that. Or if you heard like Chris Hemsworth on the other side being like, "Get back in this game, you motherfucker!" Like I'm gonna beat you. She's like, "Don't you understand? I'm Noob Master '69." <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Talk about a, a guy who was way funnier than I ever thought until Ragnarok, right? Because he wasn't really. Yeah. I don't think they like gave him room in the first two, did they? Oh, he's, he's, no. a, his comedic timing is very good. Yeah. He's, his delivery is very good in those lines. I mean, he's the only good part. And I think we talked about this last week, two weeks ago. He's the only good part of the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, oh, I haven't he seen the new Ghostbusters. He, he plays the Janine substitute, right? Yeah. Because okay. yeah, it's all it's a it's a flip person. Yeah. yeah, is that is it? So that's not worth seeing. Is that what you're telling me? No, that movie's fucking terrible. Okay, it's it's as it's as bad as it's not just a bunch of neckbeards getting angry. No, it's not. It's okay. like I wanted it to be really good for that reason, like specifically yeah. so that like as vindication. But like but it was actually bad. Yeah, it was it was so bad, and it's like now they all feel justified in their shitty misogynistic opinions. Uh, yeah, it was just a really, really bad script that should never have been turned into a movie. And like all of those actresses are really funny. It's not their fault that the script was terrible. Oh, can random random aside, can we talk about the greatest introduction of any character in the MCU, which is the introduction of Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie character in Thor Ragnarok? Do you remember when, when she she's dr- when she's drunk, drunk? Yeah, and she falls yes. down into the pile of trash. <laughs> she like she walks down that that fucking thing, and she's just like like a total badass. She's like he's mine, and then she's wasted, and she just falls over in the garbage. It's the best intro of any character in the MCU. I I, I, I gotta go watch that movie again. Yeah, I'm thinking the same. But every time I I think about watching it, I'm like I I think I hated all the scenes with Hella. I don't think. They were really, good. she's she's uh, right. Blanchett's, yeah, uh, awesome. she's amazing, and she's fucking is she okay. amazing in that. I know, yeah. I thought she did she a great job. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, her, her plot uh, was kind of straightforward and whatever, but she's she's great. Also, she's not in the movie very much now, like, very, very, like, she is they, they put her in there as, like, hey, we're just gonna make the villain completely evil because yeah, that's that way, not what the that's not what the point of the we movie have way is. too much movie. We don't, yeah, we, we don't, don't have care. time. <laughs> like, this is a redemption story about Thor. We've Fucking, got Jeff Goldblum. Uh, uh, Scourge or Scorch or whatever had more screen time. And I was very happy for that because I loved him. Yeah. These are my... I got these in a place called Texas. I called them <laughs> Dez and Troy. Because <laughs> right. together, they destroy. <laughs> this is my stuff. I, I found these in Texas. <laughs> oh, my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, um, uh, Fire Giant was almost a better character. I know, <laughs> and but she did have a really good line where she like showed up and she gave this big spiel, and that dude is like, 
whoever you are, go back from where you came. She's like, whoever I am, like, haven't you been listening? <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was a great said. line. Do like, like you look like a clever boy with a good survival instinct or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I um, love it. Uh, uh, Scourge. What, uh, what do you, what is your vision? Uh, tell me about yourself. Well, my dad was a, was a shoemaker. No, 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 no. What do you, what do you want to do? <laughs> I want you to be my executioner. You'll be more than that. Mostly you'll be executing people, but it'll be important. <laughs> She was pretty good. I, like I, thought, I thought they gave her a bunch of great lines. I, for a, a straight evil villain to throw in. I think it's sometimes hard to throw in the comedy on someone who's supposed to be dead serious and pull that off. I think that like, I don't think that's, as, that's, that's so easy. Taika. Taika is just so good at that shit. Yeah. Cause like, they weren't doing it as a wink. It wasn't like he, they, the, the character wasn't supposed to be funny. And, in, and so many times when you write the straight evil person, there's nothing funny and they just become boring. Like that it adds flair to it for sure. Wait a second. Is that, is that how you pronounce his name? Taika? Yeah. Yeah. Taika with TV. I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce anyone's name. That's no, he's very writer. good. I mean, I don't know if it was either writer. I thought, I, know, I thought he was like the producer or whatever, but yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, he, he, was the writer he wrote and directed. directed. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the script in Ragnarok uh, was... And they're giving a Star Wars any, movie. Have you watched any of the segments of him talking about making the movie? They're actually all yeah. hilarious because he's fucking hilarious all the time, apparently. I did not know. <laughs> I love that he doesn't take the making seriously at all. He's just, like, fucking around. Yeah, because it's really bonus good. content shit that only people who like Marvel are going to watch. So he's like, I am among friends he's like i already know i made a goddamn better movie than like 90 percent of these anyways like i'm already on top of your guys heads i can do whatever i want well it's also amazing that they gave him that movie yes right? yes like how did yes. he how did they trust like i mean i guess the thor property probably not that valuable after thor 2 but... I, I think i think there is actually a big change in the marvel like behind the scene like the control of the film division versus the comic division that was like split and stuff and there really was a change in like tempo and theme that took place uh, between thor two and three right it was fragi's the, the new guy and there was some other one who was like a trump donor or something i can't remember his name hmm. a random uh, fact on that part do you think that when he agreed to that movie he's like i'm only gonna do this if i can hire jeff goldblum because he so. made that character no one yeah. else could have done that character I think that they that Taika agreed. If it's like I'm gonna get fucking weird, are you guys <laughs> okay? Yeah. If I get f fucking weird, and they're like, yeah, you just have to include all of these plot points. Right, you have to end, end here, end and you're yes. starting here. <laughs> well, that was why White Vision was in that fucking TV show, is because this is how Marvel works. Like Marvel's like, yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can spend three episodes doing weird sitcom shit. We don't care. Like we give you creative license to be weird, but white vision has to be in this fucking show. Scarlet witch has to be named the Scarlet witch before the end of the show. The fucking Necronomicon has to be in this goddamn show. We have to call out the source of Supreme in this fucking show. Like they have a laundry list of shit that has to be in the well, goddamn show. It's a good point. Rambo. If, and if, and if you're trying Rambo to line up in this show. movies and shows after this that are already starting their like somewhat a pre-production, they have to then rely on, like it's part of probably yes. why Marvel is so successful and, yes. and it, it's not an incoherent mess because you're right. They probably were like, I don't care how you do it. You got to have these 10 scenes. You got to you have these yes. 10 scenes. Yeah, and, and like that kind of dedication to setting up future movies makes it insane that these are made, like this is the same company that made Star Wars. 
like how yeah but totally different people different people oh yeah no i to, I, I totally understand that but like for, at an executive level same people right well yeah i mean like ceos of disney but feige has nothing to do with star wars or uh, yeah yeah i would i mean the idea that into the spider verse was released by sony shows companies mean nothing they're just umbrellas yeah. that's why they need to give star wars to david Filoni. no they they're giving star wars to to taika watiti no that's a, he's yeah. a director i'm talking about he needs to be the kathleen kennedy oh you mean uh, the person of, the person who writes kevin feige Tyke's checks yeah the guy the guy who has kind of overall creative control and puts it in the direction it needs to be so you don't end up with the nonsense sequels that we wound up with what a what a bummer what a yeah. stupid fucking what a missed opportunity oh, it's so like they, 10 years from now they should be like hey we're gonna redo this uh, I mean, they were already talking about the way, no, 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 we're not going to do, but that's basically code for, yeah, we hear you. I mean, <laughs> give us some time. Those, those are probably going to be written out of canon. I, yep. I feel like they're going to do it. They have a really, wow. I don't know. People are talking about it. I mean, just, it would, it would be cement over them. You could just move forward. There's, yeah. You don't need them. to overwrite Let them. the past die. Yeah. No, you might need to. Those are this really all, this all happened inside of one midichlorian. Well, yeah. They introduced time travel to Star Wars. In fact, David Filoni did. So, when? yeah. When? But dude, there's like a thousand books in Rebels. Star Wars. I mean, do you mean like oh, those, book those, canon no. or like? No, no. Well, I mean, no, the new canon. The, the current new current shows canon. are the new shows are pretty canony. They're 100 percent canon. Yep. Yeah, but they are trying to MCU it. That's how they could get rid of those movies. And what MCU should. did, I mean, I don't know how they did it. The I don't know who. 20 years ago was like, we're going to do this. Like you must well, not laugh at them. I mean, like the comics themselves, they have, they evolved out of the opportunities of, as they presented themselves. They were hoping John they Favreau. Took a, they took I don't think you stumble it. on to, to what they accomplished without a ton of, without someone driving a, a vision to some of the gravel, but it's, uh, it's, okay. it's pretty incredible just to I contrast mean, it with like DC. They knocked Iron Man out of the park. I think then they ran with it. That's what happened. Oh yeah, that yeah, is what happened. Yep. Yeah, who really gave a shit about Iron Man before Iron so Man? Good. I mean, that's I mean, why they had. One. That's why they had Iron Man because nobody gave a shit about the property. Yeah. So, so basically, every time they're like, "Here's someone who might do something really interesting, but the property won't care about," it turns out to be incredibly successful. And then, like, didn't they do it? Well, and then to be clear, like a bunch of the MCU movies, other than Iron Man, were kind of hot garbage, and then. Avengers happened and Avengers was pretty fucking good. And then they had some other hot garbage happen. And then I can't remember what was like, there was something else good before Ultron. can't remember. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. I did some random online quiz of like, can you put all of the MCU movies in order? Oof. <gasps> Oof. Um, and it took me so many tries yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope, like, nope. I, and, and i was like i know the first like six i'm good there i know like the last six and all the shit in the middle i'm like i have no idea too many tries yeah so before winter soldier was also before age of ultron yeah that makes was it yeah so it was after the avengers it was iron man 3 thor dark world winter soldier guardians of the galaxy and then age of ultron phase two is rough yeah, it was. Yeah, except that like Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy are yeah. like two of the best of the right. So like, they carried it. Yeah, you forgive them. Yeah, they they hit their stride in phase three though. 
yeah history is pretty strong mostly yeah i mean they had they had it was not good i know most people don't like it i liked ant-man ant-man was great that was too though no it was phase three i'm looking at the wikipedia that was 2015 (laughs) i'm literally looking at the wikipedia article yeah no can confirm and looking at article yeah man was good no, everyone was really strong, I thought. I need to go back and watch the first is one. Is New again. Spider-Man all phase three or is the first one's phase two? All phase three. Okay. I like yeah, the he new was intro- He was introduced. Oh, no. Civil War is also phase three. So never mind. Oh, Civil War. Is that the start of phase three? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah that makes sense. That movie sucked. I liked it. I still haven't there seen that one. There were parts that were really bad. There were parts is, that were really bad. Is but the villain was so good. Yeah. Captain Marvel was really bad. Ant-Man and the Wasp oh, was really bad. so bad. Black Panther was, was pretty. Was Black Panther should have been better than than it was. Michael B. Jordan was the best part of that. So, so Dave, I, I know it's his father that this happens to normally, but do you think by the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, Zemo has the mask permanently adhered to his face? I don't know. I don't know anything about Zemo from the comics. Okay, they're going to make him a good guy but, too. Suckers. But I I think that. The thing I worry about Zemo is that they're going to turn him into a supervillain, which fucking sucks. No, they're, Zemo? They're, uh, he's the, the guy. bad guy from Winter Soldier. I don't remember who that was. No, he's he's not in Winter Soldier. He's from Civil, Civil War. War. Oh, Civil War, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen the film. He's, he's the Sokovian. Wait, you've never seen Civil War? No. Yeah. He, that I've seen, like, I've seen the, the, the first fight scene where Cap and, and, Cap and uh, Iron Man are stupid. fight. I've seen like a five-minute scene. Airport fight center. Where they introduced the airport Spider-Man. fight is the the airport fight might be the worst <laughs> the fight in so all of dumb. MCU. The airport fight was so bad. I feel like the, I could find I, a worse fight. <laughs> just because fights. I don't know. The airport fight seemed to me like they were it's not even an interesting location. Like they were like, hey, let's just we got this big ass but fucking green screen and let's just put him in a location that doesn't really require a ton from like CGI artists. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of pavement. It's just a lot, a lot, of, lot of, of pavement. A lot of open space. <laughs> we need structures. We need to be able to hop around on things, but we don't really care about them. Can't be another yeah. fucking city. Yeah, it was uh, so bad. It was yeah, designed which is to get that one shot. Which is unfortunate because some of the other fights in that movie were so fucking good. Like the, the scene when Cap finally meets Bucky and they're fighting all the German police down that stairway yeah. it was so mm. fucking cool and the the fight where they were where they were like zip i think it's a continuation of that other fight where they're like running running in the through tunnel? that fucking tunnel yes like faster than cars it was so yes. fucking cool that and then cool. there was when bucky was breaking out of that german prison and he like almost shoots Iron Man right in the face and he just gets his glove on at the last second. Like those fights were cool. And then the airplane was so goddamn stupid. And the fucking <laughs> intro of that movie was so goddamn stupid. <laughs> Bad. Well, the intro and, and when they blew up the with crossbones. Yes. Yeah. That was dude. This, this Is this movie good? Gloves. Is this worth watching? I mean, it's worth watching just so you have a frame of reference, right? I don't like, think yeah, it's, okay. I don't it's think it's quite watching. as bad as they're making it sound. <laughs> is there, okay, rank it among the some... Avengers. First one, Ultron, uh, Ultron, blah, 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 and Endgame. What's, no, what's... I, don't th- I don't think it's better than Ultron. I think it's better than the I first do. one. And yeah, it's I probably mean, like 
second to worst, I think. I still don't understand why you like Ultron oh, more. Because, because Ultron James is Spader? a James Spader is a was great. Ultron is a good villain. Like I thought it was an like yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I think the best part about Ultron, I think somebody linked this in, in Slack. But, but Ultron just had to go online on the internet for 15 seconds and then he decided all humanity needed to be wiped out. Yeah. <laughs> so he access for 15 seconds. He's like, you guys are done. <laughs> this is what you guys are doing. <laughs> that, that actually made me laugh quite a bit when I read that. I was like, that's, that's incredible. And that is pretty much what happened. <laughs> Infinity War and Endgame are the two best obviously adventure movies yeah infinity war is so much better than endgame i don't know i like them both uh yeah i thought infinity war was the strongest and infinity war was good endgame made me angry with other thanos (laughs) other 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 thanos (laughs) mean thanos sorry brian you you keep trying to say something sorry it's fine i'm not looking forward to falcon and winter soldier but i'm super duper looking forward to loki and what if and Moon Knight, I'm kind of intrigued by. Mm, what is Moon Knight? Moon Knight's awesome. Is that White Vision? No, it's 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 White <laughs> Batman. Yeah, it's White. It's, Batman. It's, it's, white Good guess. it's White Schizophrenic Batman. White Schizophrenic. Yep. So, uh, wait, did you say Loki? No. Yeah, no. The Lo- Loki looks. Loki is going to be good. Loki's dead. No, remember? No. Nope. nope. What happened? No. What do you mean? What do you mean? Remember? Welcome to comics. Yeah. So, so in Endgame, when they were doing the time travel stuff, and they went back to get the—that was the Tesseract, right? Yeah. Um, and they go back to that whole scene in the first Avengers where they arrest him. Except this time, Captain America and other Captain America are fighting each other, and then the Tesseract gets released, and then Loki just pockets it and like just fucking vanishes into smoke. <laughs> what does that mean? There's, a, there's so, an so extra Loki rolling around. Is an alternate timeline Loki that this series will follow. Oh, okay. This is unrelated, but uh, Dave, I watched the first episode of Legion mm-hmm. at like 2 a.m. <laughs> and had the most fucked up dreams. Oh, yeah. Afterwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, yep, I'm, Legion. I, I'm like, I'm done with that show. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, was was, was so it good? good? Uh, the, the first episode's like batshit insane. Yeah. yeah. That series is so good. <laughs> the first season is batshit insane and I love it. I have no uh, idea what this is, but I'm, I'm going to go watch it because I have no idea what you're talking about. It's an FX it's, show. It's basically like if twelve, if the insane asylum team from Twelve Monkeys was a show, <laughs> and a superhero. Yeah. What if uh, Cole was a superhero? What's his superpower? Everything. <laughs> He's got a. Mark. Yeah, it's good. It's real fucked up and good. Yeah, dude, but, I, dude, I had the most fucked up dreams after that. And I was like, no, no wonder. I just watched a show about complete insanity that made no sense. <laughs> and my brain was trying to process it for the next five hours. Dude, that's that's basically the show that I want them to model Moon Knight after. I keep saying that. I really th- think they missed the boat on not just naming White Legion Moon Knight. Like that is <laughs> obviously <laughs> what Moon Knight is. Is he actually called White Legion in the comics? Wait, what? Vision. White Vision. Vision. White Vision rather than not White Legion. Sorry. Oh, I think White Vision was just around for a short period of time. I don't know what they called him that. He was just they Vision, that was, Vision that was not colored. <laughs> I well, I, I thought I, when I looked at it in the, um, in the 
the show, I was like, oh, like fucking Marvel is saving some money on the textures <laughs> for this model here. No, no. Dude, they had that blue LED though in his head. Yeah, it's the only thing that they had to texture was that blue LED. The rest of it was just, uh, they, they just rendered it. Interestingly enough, I think White Vision in the comics was the opposite. He was wiped of all memory and things that made him vision. And then he was white for some reason. But you can't get Paul Bettany to play the character that everybody loves if you wipe all his memories. So can I tell you, that was one of the other big red herrings. This is, yeah. this is like the funniest shit. Yeah. Paul Bettany was being interviewed and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm very excited for a cameo in WandaVision. I've never gotten to do anything with this actor before. Super, super psyched. And everyone was like, oh my God, what's going on? Who's it going to be? Fucking Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany was, <laughs> the, the cameo was also Paul Bettany. I was like, dude, you're such a dick. That's I, 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 I can appreciate that. I mean, yes, of course I can appreciate that. It's hysterical in hindsight, but also he's a dick. <laughs> did did Paul Bettany do anything between now? Yeah, but between whatever he started nope. as Jarvis and like uh, a Beautiful Mind or whatever the Heath Ledger uh, Night's Tale. What he played, Chaucer. Chaucer, yeah. And Night's Tale, which was a good was, movie. Like that is a solid movie. There's a movie that he was in that like stupid websites keep trying to convince me is like the sci-fi movie that I need to watch. I don't even know what it's called. Priest, maybe? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up, but I, I don't believe them and I'm not going to watch. <laughs> Wait, you don't believe the internet, Adam? No, I don't. The algorithm them. is telling you. I, I, yeah, I think it's like inverse or something that keeps telling me this. And I'm like, no, I, I don't care about websites that just have big splash screens and they just want me to scroll from one thing to another to read text. It's, it, it's bad. Two weeks from now, Adam's going to be like, guys, the algorithm was right. This is the best fucking movie. <laughs> the, the, the only movies he's allowed to play from here on out is Vision. And if they make a sequel to Knight Rider, that's it. I think he was also in Legion, which I didn't see the movie. He was, Yeah, he was in Legion, I believe. Uh, but that was before he played uh, Jarvis. Anyway, I think. All right, I have a non-MCU question when we're done talking MCU. We're done. Yeah, it's getting pretty late. Yeah. All right. This isn't good meant to go long, but did you guys see the new Coming to America? No. No. No, okay. is it good? I think it plays like Brian's view of WandaVision. I think it has some funny, quick rides and plays, and then it just goes blah. But like the beginning was like, it was like, oh, you've got, you've actually done something with this movie. It's kind of funny, kind of, kind of. And then it just, oh no, this is actually a full movie, isn't it? Like, uh, and then it falls apart. Uh, yeah. Failure to stick the land. But there are some highlights. There are some random parts. I'm like, ah. And then I'm like, oh, but now we're back to the bad parts again. So that sounds like the first five minutes of that Space Force show on that. <gasps> yes. I started watching that and we did not finish. I, 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 yeah, I wound up binge watching it in one night. Did you oh, watch really? the monkey scene? That was hysterical. That I, 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 I was laughing my ass off I on that scene. I remember the monkey scene. Well, tell me the monkey scene wasn't funny. I didn't make it. I don't, the even, first I don't even remember. The monkey uh, scene, the monkey there was something scene. broken. I'm going to tell you right now. No, it's, oh, yeah. This <laughs> the is, monkey this scene is in, in the space. The monkey scene yeah. in space where there's something broken. And they're like, and the one person's like, we have to figure out if we can get someone to the ship. He's like, why don't we just train the monkey to fix it? And, and the guy, and the scientist is like, you idiot. He's like, no, tell Mr. Stevens. And they're like, he knows like, two words he's like well <laughs> let's walk through it 
And so you have scientists doing like the uh, Armageddon, like we're going to build a thing to build a thing to build a thing and it's all just breaking. They come back and he's got a screwdriver and, 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 <laughs> and then he's doing something and they're like, holy shit, this is actually working. And, and Steve Carell is just this, like, cause he's meant to play the, the like Michael Scott moron, but like somewhat weirdly competent. It doesn't really work in space force, but he's doing it. Like this scene felt like what actually space force was supposed to be. And it was, that's, I was dying during it. Also, John Malkovich was great in it. Yeah. yeah. And, and has the, like my, my ideal wardrobe. Like I just want every single one of his suits. <laughs> he, he was the counterpoint. He was the serious Armageddon thing going on. Yeah. But also that the fact that I watched all in one night kind of brings me back to my earlier point where I am much more forgiving for shows. If I can just watch them back to back. Well, if it was a or, good I mystery, I don't have to like wait a week to see another shitty episode where I'm going to be like, okay, that 30 minutes, like done. I'm not carving time out of my schedule next week to do that. If like it just auto plays next, I'm like, all right, cool. Well, if, if it was good, would you have wanted, I feel like to Adam's exact point, if you really liked it, I think the week between is great. Yeah, maybe. What do you mean? Maybe. Okay. Let me ask you another question. Would you rather 16 hours straight of D and D or four, four hour sessions? Uh, four, four hour sessions, just because I would be exhausted. But like, don't you feel like your ability to like, soak it in and really like let your mind expand on like i think for, we're not as young as we used to be yeah i think they're different Those right 16 because hour sessions really take a toll on you i'm just like i'm just ingesting a story right in in the sense so i don't care if that story generally is broken down into it's not enhanced for me if i have to wait i guess i think you're wrong i challenge you that i think you're wrong okay f- find yeah i, I, I want to know how we can conduct this experiment like it's impossible because it, it's two different, we need yeah. two different views but and no, then for I, them to talk to each other afterwards and be like, so what did you think of the show? <laughs> I think binging while convenient ultimately will make scenes less chances of being memorable or impactful. And it's certainly easier. And to your point, when you don't, when you're not like really loving it, right. I totally get it. But like for something that's really good, I feel like, like if you were to go to someone who can binge watch Mad Men in like three weeks, Versus someone uh, who like Mad Men. Mad Men is awful when you binge it. Well, because nothing fucking happens. You need <laughs> you need the time in that show <laughs> to take a break from that I've world. Six fucking yeah. hours. All they've been doing is going to the goddamn office and drinking all day. What yeah, the fuck? They just drink and smoke cigarettes. Isn't there supposed to be a plot in this movie somewhere? <laughs> and and yell um, at Pecky. <laughs> yeah, the, the what would Don Japer do? Uh, flowchart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yell at Peggy. Is it fixed? Take a nap. Is it fixed? Yell at Peggy again. Is it fixed? <laughs> drink more. But uh. No, like, I don't know. The Wire, I watched, binge watching it, and absolutely love that show. I don't think it would have been better if I had to wait. The Wire wasn't a mystery. Sure, but you were just saying, like, shows whole cloth. Yeah, but I'm going to now call out the idea that if I can find any example of mystery. (laughs) All right, Tim, (laughs) wrap this shit. All right. Okay. Everyone, scale one to 10, WandaVision. I'll start. You already did this. No, he didn't. All right, fine. I did this. Then you don't have to go. Then you don't have to go. Dave, All right? why, don't, why don't you ask the final question? Yeah, Dave. Because it's Jim's show. This Dude, is doesn't not matter. my fucking show. <laughs> like, I'm, the just one, the t- I'm just the timer. I've out of the six listeners are on the show right now. Okay? I, this is this I, is now the Andrew show. Andrew, this is for you. You better, where, you better guys, listen to this. Guys, I we're in the end I'm, game not, now. I'm not even going to listen to this one because I'm yeah, on it. The only listener. The only listener is Andrew. What do you think, no, Andrew? Watt? He's not gonna. He's not gonna listen to it. Does anybody from Michigan listen to this show, Joe? All right. If you are from <laughs> New Zealand, <laughs> you have your analytics. Whoever's hey, in New Zealand, Australia, or show, India, I will Venmo you five bucks. Or Texas, because I have someone in Texas. I have no idea who that is. Send me your questions. 
for next time. But I'm going to do this now. Dave, best part about WandaVision. I'll go, I'll go first. Part I like most about WandaVision. Oh, no. I didn't actually think about the answer to this when I asked the question. Oh, my God. Uh, so just don't go first. All right. But you guys all hate it when I put you in the hot seat. You look at me like, oh, I wasn't ready for this. But I just did it to myself. Seat. Dave, you got a best part? I mean, it's a bullshit answer. But the best the best part of the show was the version of the show in my head at the end of episode <laughs> four that it did not live up to be. Yeah, all right. that's, that's pretty, the alternate that's reality ending accurate. that you like more. Okay. The Will. show that focused on Wanda's grief in my mind. I actually do want to know what your number is. Brian, I know Brian said he was like a six. You were like oh, a seven. Yeah, I would say like a six. What was your number, Dave? For like like six or seven. I'm more like five or six. Yeah, I'm I, gotta, I gotta commit to six. I'm gonna give two numbers. First time watch, seven, two on a rewatch. Damn. <laughs> but did, Damn. did you watch it twice already? No, I'm just very sure of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Elena uh, and I did seriously talk about, and we still might like watching the first episode or two again because we just like enjoyed it. And we'll, I'm actually very curious to see whether or not you start watching and be like, "Oh, this is fucking stupid," and just turn it off or not. You know, there's like ten seasons of I Dream of Jeannie and Bewitched. If you like that shit, I'm actually watching this. Made me be like, "Oh, maybe you could try watching some old sitcoms. We might actually enjoy that." Yeah, fun. I don't think those have dated very well, but okay, have fun with that. My brain will be hurting, I'm sure, if I watch them. Um, I, I like the pattern. Oh, no, Jim's talking about from like a um, age well in the sense of like social values. They're going to be rampant misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like all, it's, it's not going to be great. And all Anyways. white people. Yeah, and all white people. All right, Adam, you go. Quick score if you got uh, one or a memorable yeah. moment or both. Yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah, white people. Pr- probably a seven, maybe six and a half. Can we can we do uh no. yes. we're yes. on a ten point scale? You can't do halves. Well then I'm gonna have to go with a seven. I'll round up. The best part in reality was probably the acting. I thought Elizabeth Olsen killed it throughout kind of nailing each decade's sitcom delivery. I thought that was all excellent. If, if I get to do a bullshit best part like Dave did, the introduction to Mephisto would have been, uh, yeah. if, 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 if I got to write it, that's your headcanon version. I'm pretty, I want to say that I still think it's possible, but then every time I say that, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, half the world probably wouldn't want the literal devil in the MCU. So that might, that might be a problem. I don't know. I heard it wouldn't be too popular in China, probably the Midwest also. <laughs> Are they basically, gonna, basically are, the same. Are they going to ever pull the, what is it, one more day or whatever? No, I don't or know. Like, if, they, if, if, if they don't have Mephisto, I don't know who's going to do it. I mean, that is that is a devil's bargain kind of thing, man. I mean, to be honest, though, here's the, here's the real thing. If they introduce Mephisto at this point, I'm going to be so pissed they didn't use him for the Infinity Gauntlet and use Loki instead because Loki absolutely filled his role. But everything about the dynamic between Mephisto and Thanos is so much more interesting than Loki and Thanos. So I would be pretty bummed that we missed out on that because they weren't brave enough to put the devil in Marvel before this. They didn't have enough time to build him up. I mean, I don't know. I I think they could have just, they, they used Loki almost exactly in that way. I mean, wasn't Loki first introduced in Avengers? Yeah. So they could have introduced Mephisto. I don't know. That would have been weird. It, I mean, 
Why would you, it you, have been any weirder? You, 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 you got to boil the, the frog in cold water first. I don't know. I liked that dynamic where Mephisto was actually the more powerful of the two of them until Thanos got the gauntlet. So it was just constantly, literally the devil whispering in his ear, giving him terrible advice to watch him screw up. And that would have been fun for me to watch, I think. Was this in the Infinity War? This was, yeah, the... No, like, uh, yeah. like what you would have hoped for in Infinity War. Yes. It was in the comic. Yeah, I basically, yeah. It, it would have been just him... I mean, it plays out completely differently. So maybe I'm maybe I'm just wanting something that would never exist in any capacity. I like that they didn't introduce more characters. Just reuse reuse characters that make sense. Oh yeah, I agree. But, but Loki was introduced in Avengers. It could have just been could have just been somebody else. Right. Are we talking I, about Wandavision? Oh, is that we were. <laughs> but same thing. Time ago. Yeah. All right. I'll go. I'll give it a three. Damn. Yeah. My favorite part is it was a really cool, it's a cool concept. I like that they're good with taking chances on non-standard stories. I hope that this is obviously successful, so they'll continue to do so, which is a good thing. I'm glad that they get that kind of feedback. I hope that they also get the feedback that the writing was shit and so that they should fix that. But yeah, it was a, it was a cool concept and I'm, glad about that i just was, wish the show was better like, I, like the sh- I wish that the show lived up to the concept i like will's answer it's a good answer so, yeah, it was like i always joked about the idea of if i had time travel i would want to be able to watch shows or something and then come back and tell myself whether or not i should should do it and i would come back and tell myself to watch it to episode six and then imagine for myself how it could end and i think that would be fun fair enough I mean, do you right, have guys. a favorite part yet? You thought you were going to sneak out without a... Uh, yeah, do you have a favorite part yet? Answering? Are oh, you coming back to me? Yeah, um, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the, the there were some really good scenes with Elizabeth Olsen yeah. and Vision, Wanda and Vision. I thought, I thought there were some really, really good scenes there. I think they clearly have a really good chemistry when they, when they are together. And I like... I absolutely want to see more of, of that. Like I, I really appreciate it. There were, there were some like bad ones you called out Dave, but I, it felt like the, they, they built a really good uh, chemistry there. And it, it, some of that, but some of the best acting was those two. Right. So I, I really, really appreciate yeah. those parts. I can't think of one specific, but I just, I just generally remember that being the highlight. All right. This was all fun. We went long, but uh, maybe I'll send this one off to the editors. Maybe they'll trim like a half hour, 40 minutes of us and ums and pauses and, and it'll be uh, closer to the two hours mark. Thanks guys for, for right. jumping on. This is a lot of fun. Talk to you next time. Later, Good night, everyone. Later. Good night.